Guitaring going on here. <laughs> this episode is the Metal Cast. Special guest tonight, Milbo, has been on before. Yo. To be his third time. And then other special guest, Richard Miller, nicknamed Windy. We're all metal guys, so it's Good all evening. about the metal. So. Live and breathe metal, boys. That's why we're here. Metal through and through. Yeah. In fact, I think I'm built of metal. <laughs> Heavy metal. <laughs> Metal's in my blood. So, windy. The, the real steel. The real steel. <laughs> Irons yeah. brittle and breaks, but the real steel. Well, let's talk about that intro, Milmo. Do you want to introduce the guy who did that? That's my nephew, that's Toby, that's our Toby, who's an absolute slayer when it comes ah. to like guitar. I mean, the lads. 16 is it? I think he's 17, I mean, he's 17 now, but he's, he's just an absolute beast, you know, I mean you've just heard you've just heard him play, he's just a master, master of puppets there, like <laughs> he's just, it's just dropping off him, and it seems to me as though when, what he listens to, mm. he can play. You've yeah. got to be committed, and enjoy, haven't yeah. you, to, to be able to do that really. He's got the passion, he loves the music, I mean his dad, my brother, obviously, his dad's a massive, massive music fan, you know. Massive, and obviously that's when I start talking about my sort of evolution into metal. Me, my brother's got a big, a big part of that, yeah. Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. God, big time, yeah. And, and obviously our Toby Nye is now almost part and parcel of that sort of influence. So in effect, when you think about it, my brother's got a big, big part. Ah, and, he's um, big influence he's then. A massive it? influence, yeah, because yeah. he knows his stuff as well. Big time, he knows his stuff, and uh, just hearing hearing Toby play some of these stuff, some of this stuff, and he don't seem to be any sort of like swayed from modern stuff, old stuff. He'll play Ramstein, he'll play DC, he'll play whatever. He'll just fucking play yeah. whatever sounds good. Yeah, well, yeah, you you'll play guitar, don't you? When uh, yeah, I try. Oh, I've, I've seen, seen you. I've seen a good, yeah, good, you're, you're decent. Good sounds like. I'm getting there. I mean, it t- it's it's time and. Uh, Patience and if you like doing something, you learn, don't you? Yeah, you know, how long you, you take doing more it, interest. Then? Well, I got my first guitar, which is my Cantrell guitar. I got that in 1994. That's the one you've just done up, yeah. I've done it yeah. up, but that went into loft for years. And it was, <laughs> it's cool. That I mean, I got it down and it didn't it. work, you know. But in, in 2013, I knew all chords and it's it's muscle memory, yeah. the chords. 
Just it's tell like us more about the, the Cantrell, though. So, well, I get, I get, I will, I will, gonna get onto that. I was just gonna say what made me take it up because obviously I've, I've got married, I've had a couple of yeah. kids, I've, you know, life. Yeah, I've lived my life, life. It's a bloody good life, life. Yeah. a happy life. And uh, two th- it was Christmas two thousand and thirteen, and we went in a shop, and I saw an acoustic guitar, and I thought, you know, I need to take this back up again. So I went, acoustic's hardest one yeah, today, it is, it's, yeah, it is. So I went and I bought the guitar, the acoustic guitar, and I remembered all chords, and people came to our party, for, uh, our house for a New Year's Eve party. I ended up playing like Elvis Presley. It's easy, easy stuff <laughs> yeah, to play. And everybody yeah. were like singing and yeah. like, you know, having a right. What other song? Hound Dog or bloody <laughs> Chuffing Eddie Cochran, Summertime Blues and all and all stuff like that. Is that like three chords? Well, yeah, yeah, three chords, yeah, easy three to play. Chords, yeah. And my uncle had taught me my first few chords yeah. and, and then I'd, I'd kind of get it up but I always I'd learnt to a certain standard yeah. and then I obviously picked it up again went and bought a decent electric guitar and then just went from there and advantage of when I first started to learn were there were no YouTube there were no internet or anything yeah. like that yeah. you had to save up you had to buy a book yeah, about book, yeah. 20 quid and, and a fucking and, website and the book the book yeah but the book <laughs> cost more than the CD <laughs> yeah you know, I remember going thinking, oh, I'm going to get an Justice for All book. I had an Justice for All CD, which were about eleven ninety nine from Andy's Records in Arcade yeah, yeah, Town. Lovely. And I went to buy a fucking book and it was something like twenty two ninety nine. I thought, oh, I, think, <laughs> I think I'll sack that one off, you know. Uh, but, but, now YouTube, money, yeah, but now with YouTube, yeah, but now with YouTube, it it's a totally different yeah. world. You can zip YouTube on, spend a good ten minutes learning a song, and you and you can play it bloody yeah. song. You know, it's whereas not you didn't. You didn't have yeah. that. You didn't have that back then when I first started, and it's it's totally different. I once got a guitar no. like, and I Me like too. I did it with book, but it was just tuning it. I could never yeah. tune the damn Well, thing. again, so. now you, you get an app on your phone now, and you just yeah. turn the app on, ding dong ding dong. I used to play mate, and I were hopeless. I'll be honest. I played bass for quite a bit, but I would I would shit. Couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah but if, if you had people round you, possibly, yeah, possibly, you, yeah. And you had that's it. Yeah, be able to do it now. Yeah, yeah. she was doing it. It one string. I could do a few chords like, but yeah. it literally, I could play Wonderwall. That's yeah. all I could play. Uh, but then, fucking ended up giving me guitar away. Or but Wonderwall is quite an easy song to play yeah. isn't it, when you yeah. think about it. You know, yeah, it's 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 that's not, still not thing. Really what is hard. it? Windy, you'll know. Is it C G and yeah, it's you. Yeah, it, well, Noel Gallagher likes playing a bit, bit different chords like an A minor seven. Let's keep Noel he, Gallagher as Fuck it, Hold on, just a minute. I didn't mean oh, yeah, 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 I said Wonderwall. But sorry, we threw under the bus there. Straight under the bus, the I'll go wash my mouth out with bleach. I was threatening to throw my beer on him as soon as he mentioned Wonderwall. Uh, yes. So yeah, so Cantrell is my old PV Falcon that I got in '94 that went in loft and it had been there for years. And I've got I've had a few different guitars. I've had a Gibson. I've got a minute now. I've got a, Les Paul as well. Yeah, yeah. I've got a Beyond Gilletti uh, Les Paul, yeah. which is a. I mean, I won't go into details like, but it's a really good guitar. It's a proper metal guitar. I've got a nice Tokai Les Paul. And I've got a nice electroacoustic guitar, and I've done it my own way, and I've, and uh, obviously I'm quite, you know, yeah, I can, I know all chords, I can, I'm quite competent now at playing guitar, uh, and then 
I went a bit th- further by looking at well, how, how do you get different? You know, all the you know, you've got unbuckers, you've got single coils, mm. you've got passive pickups, you've got active pickups. I mean, that probably might not mean a lot to you, no, I don't mean but I got I got right into it, right into wiring, and I thought, and I brought my old strap down. PV, it's based on a fender strap basically, and uh, it didn't work. <laughs> wiring, wiring were all shot through, and uh, I read up on all different pickups and stuff like that, and. You know, so many different uh, independent one-man bands make their own pickups yeah. now, and they're all absolutely fantastic. They really are. And you can get—I mean, the one I've got in—it's called a Warm, and it's a—it's an unbucker, but it was only like thirty quid uh, off internet, and it's been hand-wound, and you know, made yeah. by—you know—they might buy them in China, but the, when they bring produce over here, they, they tweak it and do their own yeah. things to it, and it's absolutely fantastic. So I've totally stripped it, totally rewired it. It's just you know putting you. You've seen it, haven't you? I've yeah, yeah, based awesome, it on, on yeah. Jerry Cantrell's guitar, yeah. which is just an unbucker in bridge position, and it's a it's a metal machine. It's a right piece of kit. So and what's it sound like? Well, I've, you've heard. It. Yeah, I've no to, it. for you. What's it sound like? For me, like? it's yeah. nice. I've said, yeah, thing I is, it. when people play guitar, yeah, I, 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 when people when I Toby plays guitar, when I hear guitar, it sounds. Guitars sound good, yeah, but what's it sound it. like for you? You well, know, you, got, you, you can feel it from a, a different level, can't you? Yeah, if you've got it, it all depends on your on your. Is it a metal sound here? Is it? Is well, you've got your amp, haven't you? Your amp, you've got your. Yeah. And then you've got your guitar, and you've when you go in more in depth, you know, you've got your what? What is your guitar actually made out of? What kind of wood is it? Yeah. How heavy is it? You know, what's your fingerboard made? Of? And you get all different sounds and different tones from all. From all different things. Yeah. And. Uh, Reason I wanted it because I had Les Pauls. I had an SG which I got rid of. Angus Young plays an SG, yeah, yeah. and uh, I wanted something a bit different. I weren't a, fa- a, a massive fan of, of the Strat shape, but uh, Jerry Cantrell plays G and L guitar. He, he, he was like my inspiration for it, and he plays like a Strat shape, as you know when we saw yeah, him yeah. in Leeds. You know, yeah. he had, he has, he's got a Les Paul, and it's got. Everybody thinks it's polka dot, but it ain't. It's tobacco. It's Sig Burns. It's burnt it. We should We Sig. All them black dots on his are guitar, they? Sigburns, yeah, on his Les Paul. I never yeah. knew all that. Yeah, you have a look at it. it they're all Sigburns on his uh, Les Paul custom. So I, I made this based on a strap because I, I've seen quite a lot of bands live and, uh, you know, a lot of... Lot, I never knew all that about Cantrell's yeah. guitar, man, that it Sigburn mm. it, Sigburn it like. But Cantrell's tone yeah. is unbelievable, isn't yeah, it? His guitar it's, it's tone so is unbelievable. It's not so flashy. It, Cantrell no, is not it's, flashy. It's a straight oil... Yeah well-oiled machine yeah. it, it's it's nothing too technical or nothing fancy it's just a for me it's the perfect sound and it's got that the, the perfect sound well i think i i think that's jelly cantrell's is i mean he, he won't admit to that but to me it was obviously an amateur to me yeah. but a fa- and a fan as well tone. a fan of yeah and oh yeah so alice like chain yeah, yeah. Cantrell's and, and his, sounds, his tone is i'd describe it as brutal but yeah, soft, brutal, but yeah, but no, but it is a, it, I mean. yeah, yeah, it's not like a killer, yeah, it's a killer, it's not like a brutal, exactly. It's not like a, I wouldn't, it's interesting yeah, you said that, because yeah, but, I wouldn't describe him as sort of like a brutal guitarist because he's quite yeah, but soft, what, but yeah, he is heavy. What, what, what do you mean by brutal though? Because if, if you listen to like Kill 'em All, right, you'd probably say that's a real thrash album, isn't it? That's yeah, a proper, yeah. Change yeah, kill the genre, you know. That's a proper, out and out, heavy, you know, heavy, heavy duty, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a bit tinnyish, isn't it? When you listen to it compared yeah, that, it weren't until Black Album yeah. and Bob Brock came yeah. on that they got a, a proper good production. That's true, really. 
and, and if that production had been on them first four albums of Metallica yeah. it'd be like yeah. oh Jesus you yeah. know but what you're saying there William Bean it's interesting what you said that is is brutal but it's, it's, it's loose as well. It's brutal. It's, it's, it's hard to be... Well, it's got to be fucking tough to be like a, a brutal guitarist, but still be quite... So it's played, uh, he play, he's played about, and there's all, there's all different makes and amps, and here's what a Bogner amp based on a Marshall, mm. which are probably the most famous amp in the world is, is the Marshall, yeah. isn't it? The Marshall amp. And, I mean, there's a story of Marshall. We can go into that because you could have a separate bloody podcast on Marshall. <laughs> now they sell. But it was, it, it was basically modifying a Marshall amp and then Friedman's got hold of it, and Friedman make their own guitars and amps mm. now. Friedman's got hold of it, and they've like tweaked it. Yeah. And you know, and and then uh, go on. Bill Kelly of yeah. of uh, Mastodon, Mastodon. of Mastodon, yeah. T-shirt I've got on now. Yeah. He he, a massive inspiration is Jerry Cantrell to him, and he wanted the yeah, brutal sound, true, yeah. and he made his own yeah, Friedman amp, did, and he's yeah. called it the Butter Slaps. It is, I've seen. And it, unfortunately, yeah. for people. It looks great as well. It looks the great. Vaccines. It sounds great. But if, unless you've got three and a half grand, yeah. you're never going to bloody get one. Yeah. I mean, you know, it three and a half awesome grand for one, yeah, you know, you're never going to, you're yeah. never going to do it, are you? So, yeah. So I based it on control. I built, I built it myself. You know, and I'm right chuffed with it, to be honest. So how many guitars you got then? Four. Four. Four now. I've got them on me. Built an extension at home, and I've got them. Well, it's meant to be my guitar room, but my little daughter's moved into it and playing bloody Fortnite all the time. But well, I've got I've got two on wall, one on a stand, and I'm going to put the Cantrell that we're in loft. I'm going to make a stand yeah. for that and have that on. Uh, so it's almost been, the Cantrell's almost been resurrected. I must say, this, ah. this place here could be a perfect... If you want, if you want Cantrell here, we'll put Cantrell on your wall, Nick, and I'm serious. We can have it there, and every time we do a little thing like this, I'll bring it up and we'll have a... Play homage to the Cantrell. Uh, and and Nick can creator. try and play Wonderwall for it, and then we'll all bring him, or try to bring him. Uh, <laughs> I'll let me do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you, you've resurrected that guitar. Yeah. That guitar yeah, was someone that was stuffed yeah. in loft. Yeah. And it was just dead and buried. Right, it's good. It's and that's basically and thought, right, I'm gonna get that I'm gonna get that guitar I've, down. I've done more and to I'm it gonna than, make it more yeah. yeah. They're gonna make it almost like yeah. a something that you can almost cherish because I mean, you've I've, gone down. Yeah, 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 I've messed about with old fretboard, I've ah. messed about with machine heads. Ah, it's cool, new that. nut, it's cool. new tremolo on it and stuff yeah. like that. I've done I've basically got to brought guitar. it. I've basically I brought it here and got to the guitar. <laughs> I showed Biscuit it tonight, so if Biscuit's listening, he's seeing it. Yeah, bis, bis, Biscuit, Biscuit likes Greta Van Fleet, by the well, way. Can you believe yeah. that? He yeah. told me about Greta Van Fleet quite a while ago, Biscuit. So I was surprised at that. I wouldn't have heard him as a. I quite like him. I mean, they are. They exactly, are a Led Zeppelin exactly. ripoff, but God, I do exactly. like him. I'd yeah. rather listen to a, a bloody. Zeppelin ripoff and some crap that's out there today just computer. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And they're influenced crap. by Zeppelin, obviously, but a carbon copy yeah. of Zeppelin yeah. does something a bit different. Yeah, but if some, if a young lad now listens, to, or young lass listens to, uh, well, yeah, 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 you know, you know, me too, yeah. yeah. You got to <laughs> yeah. be careful what you say, boys. So, <laughs> whatever genre or whatever Z or Z, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That if, if they get introduced to Greater Van Fleet now, yeah. and they hear their songs and they really get into them and yeah, like them, fair then someone's going to eventually yeah. say, 
well, you know these are Led Zeppelin, don't you? Yeah. And then that person and will then never go back and listen to Zeppelin. Whoa, one, and then all two, of a sudden, yeah. boom, they're into Led Zeppelin, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. So like the other guys, uh, kind of bands, what you first fell in love with then, these are like the legendary old school metal bands. Yeah, Led Zeppelin were like first, yeah. 1968. Mm. Le- uh, Zeppelin, if you're from England, and somebody says to you, oh, what band invented heavy metal? You say Black Sabbath. If you're from America, what band invented heavy metal? They'll say Zeppelin, and they were, they were all out in about 1968. Yeah. But they're both from Britain. So you know yeah. what I mean? Whether yeah. So Deep Purple, yeah. Deep Purple then changed their mm. stance on things in 68, and they, they yeah. started playing metal. I mean, Machine Head. Mm. They're the bloody Machine Head. They've got yeah. an album called Machine Head. One of my favourite bands is yeah. Machine Head. They've got Deep Purple have a band have yeah, an yeah. album called Machine Head. Yeah. And you know, for me, it was just complete. That them bands you've just like mentioned there, they were like quit. For me, how I got into metal, it was Queen, yeah. Zeppelin, yeah, Pink Floyd to some degree. Yeah. But it was my brother, prog rock, uh, proper prog rock band playing band. them to me. I mean, my brother's ten years older than I am, so he's like ten years. When he were eighteen, I was like ten. Yeah. And when he were like 60, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and he yeah, were yeah. playing with these bands and he'd used to put these fucking Itachi headphones <laughs> on the end <laughs> with coils on. <laughs> and with coil wires. <laughs> and he'd be like, listen to this. And he'd play me like, you know, like stuff like Prophet Song yeah. by Queen. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. Great album. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what. Is that you first album or second album? I've never got into it. If you ever get Queen the chance, a album. if you ever get the chance to hear it, Nick, on a pair of headphones, yeah, it's incredible. It because basically, the production, it's in one ear, out another. In an, and, and Freddie Mercury's vocals are going in and out at ears, and it's like one ear, into yeah. other, into other ear. And it's incredible. I'm fucking, I'm like eight year old ah. listening to this. I'm not laking Fortnite or all like that. I'm listening to Queen. Yeah. And Led Zeppelin and my bro's like, check this out. And I'm like, headphones on. Yeah. Oh, this is this is a bit weird. <laughs> this is a bit crazy. And listening to all yeah. that sort of stuff as a young lad, unbelievable. Yeah, and and they've been out for many years before you. Oh, heard Queen, yeah, Queen, yeah. I mean, my brother had been to see Queen in '86 and and, yeah. and whatever and stuff. But he were like, listen to this Zeppelin yeah. one, Zeppelin two, Hangman. Listening yeah. to stuff like that, you know what I mean? As a young lad, and that all were like resonating with me as a young'un, and it was just going in. Yeah. and going in but then when I got to like an age where I could buy my own music what? I was like forget what he likes I want well, everyone's classed as loving Queen aren't they like but then why, of... why is like rock music well metal but then I wouldn't call Queen metal would you Queen yeah, 2 that's, that's Queen a, 2 that's, you'd, I'd argue with that I, 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 I'll tell you what Queen it, 2 is, is uh, but how can everyone love is... Queen but they're not like fucking metal that's a good point big big because it's a very good point. Because when when Queen first started and what, what did they call them? What did they call Taste? Smile. Taste. Oh no, sorry. Taste. Smile. Oh, oh no, that, that's Rory Gallagher's it? band. Smile. What Taste were Rory Gallagher. Smile were Brian May's band. But the they, thing, were a, they, they were they were a, they were they, they were, were, were a three piece, weren't they? Yeah. Bass is sad. Yeah. And when he had gone, they said they they asked Mercury to play bass that's and sing, right, but he said yeah. no. And then they got Deacon. But the thing about Queen is there were four blokes, but every one of them were very very intelligent and uh, well work right we astrophysicist yeah well, uh, we're we're studying astrophysicist. Astrophysicist. Well, we're going to be a dentist he yeah, was to be a dentistry yeah. 
But I mean, Brian, we talk about me messing with guitar. Brian yeah. May chopped his old uh, fireplace to bits, and him and his dad built it to his own electronic standard. Yeah. He played Vox Thirty Amp, yeah, and and then he kind of went through all uh, go on uh, delay, yeah. the delay stuff yeah. three times. Did delay, they, did they know he never played which, with a pick as well? He plays with, didn't he? No, he played with five, five pence. Yeah, uh, six pence, six pence. So he invented his own. Never played with ah, it, his own tone. And as they started, they were raw. They were out there doing their own thing. Yeah. And they were, they were new, weren't they? Early Queen were quite yeah. heavy as well. Well, yeah. I know what people think about with Queen with opera I think Radio Gaga and shit yeah, like yeah. that if you look at Queen's Greatest Hits number one Queen's heavy. Greatest Hits yeah, number one there's only there's Killer Queen and things like that came later but the only song from the first two albums on Greatest Hits is Seven Seas Arrive and yeah. that, that's a, I think that one on the first album was yeah, a demo yeah. and then it and then it came on Queen too Queen were, Queen were quite quite heavy early doors yeah. yeah and then one and two then they changed and the Broadcasted to a, a larger audience, oh, and mainstream. everybody found them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, mean, Bohemian like, yeah. Rhapsody when yeah. it first came out, man. You know, people were almost like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what is that? And now that's mainstream. But you know, to hear that with un unheard of ears, that must have sounded like an absolute. And record record company didn't want to do it, did they? They didn't want to do it. No. Bohemian Rhapsody. They just didn't want to touch them. But from but, a metal, but I know what Nick's their, saying though. Yeah. What yeah, the point Nick's saying there is we're here to talk about metal. Mm. But in effect, Queen have gotta be somewhere around there to sort of like be the or the roots of metal. I know everyone yeah, does that part, Sabbath root, don't they say that they're yeah. Sabbath of the Doom heavy geezer butler's yeah, vibe yeah. going down there. But the it's like crazy how everyone knows who Ozzy Osbourne is, like through Probably fucking what would it mean the Osbournes. Yeah, but yeah, they point. never really it's take notice really of his mu- yeah. well, music. Yeah. A bit different for me. It's almost like, become a bit of a joke. Any yeah. mainstream, I would have been Sabbath fan yeah. that. But, yeah, they are good Sabbath. But, but what Nick's saying there is that a lot of people have been brought yeah. to Ozzy's sort of table through that bullshit show. But, yeah. but again, when you think of like Sabbath, but music don't mean It's the show that means something to us. Do you know like you? We're your brother now. Yeah. In, in modern day, you find your own music because exactly. you've, you've, you've got your Spotify yeah. and you yeah. can bang all you want in and listen, yeah. oh, I'm not bothered. To, you might skip a song that might be, in a few years' time, it might be the best ever song you've ever, it yeah. might be a favourite yeah. song. Yeah. Whereas you, when you're a young lad, earphones, you only had that one. Well, you one limited, limited, it, limited oh, fucking, it you didn't have all, did you? Oh, yeah. 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 From a young lad to wear it mm. and to get that stuff. And he were playing with stuff like Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and... He, he will play me a lot of Queen stuff, like quite heavy stuff that I was like thinking, "What the? It's decent. It's brilliant." And I obviously got into it, but I honestly think that further down the line, as I like went got a bit older, I was almost like I want to move away from metal, and I think that's where I sort of like my the way I got into metal, which is what we'll we'll talk about tonight, is I've evolved into metal from not being into metal to getting back into it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say, let's say for example... Maybe you dip your toes too early and then... I, I was engulfed in it and I, you know your jean jacket? Or maybe there I was went to school in one of them yeah. at eight year old with but, Zeppelin, yeah. white snake patches so on the stuff. So there's a seed planted, the you've seed left it, planted. and then you've, the, n- you've exactly. nurtured it later, don't you? The seed were planted. <laughs> yeah. tomato seed. Tomato seed. Growing tomato seed. But it's true. 
it will there, the seed were planted early doors, headphones on, boom, yeah. like this, it's great. Creating all these crazy like stories in my head and everything as a young lad. And then when I started buying my own music, it was very different because I started listening to other stuff. But it's been a tra trajectory yeah. that's took me back to metal now. Yeah. But when I, a lot of the bands I like nowadays, and, and this is what I always find interesting, is a lot of the bands I like now, like your Deftones and, and bands that are just not quite what you deem as being out-and-out out metal, they're almost influenced by the bands that I was listening to while I was trying to find my own certain yeah. niche. So, like, you'd, you'd hear Chino say, like, oh, I'm influenced by Cure and Smiths. Yeah, and, well then they don't really sound like, like that, and they don't sound yeah. nothing like metal. But these are the bands that I were into in sort of like eighties and nineties, yeah. and very heavy lyrically, very heavy sort of uh, atmospheres. So it weren't just sort of thrash and heaviness; it yeah. was almost more atmospheric. Very big on lyrics and sort of like almost angsty lyrics about life, about emotions. About that time, uh, yeah, that the, time. So, so, so you've got, the, yeah, so you got these, things yeah, like that exactly. Oof, so you you've got these guys, yeah. these in, they're, they're almost. I, I don't like to call them indie bands, but like there's people like Joy Division and Cure and Smiths and stuff. They were like going on about stuff that were quite heavy, mm. but not heavy. Yeah, music wise. I mean, it were heavy. Yeah, situations. But you hear a lot of bands. I've, I've heard Phil Anselmo at Pantera. So that he was heavily influenced by like um, Morrissey and, and and Cure because he was fucking heavy duty, yeah. whatever heavy duty yeah. stuff, and and then they channel that sort of stuff into the heaviness of their music. I, I, think, I, I think a mark of a good guitar player to say a truly, you know, how do you define a true great guitar player? Because there, there's so many people out there technically who can do anything, isn't there? But mm. I think a mark of a truly great guitar player is when you hear him mm. or hear. You know, it, yeah, it is. you know it is. You know it is. Yeah. Brian May, for instance. Yeah, mate, you know him. When as soon as you hear it's Brian May's toe, yeah. what no yeah. matter what who, whoever yeah. he's playing with, you know it's him. Yeah. And going back to Smiths, I'm not yeah. a huge Smith. Johnny Marr. Exactly. He plays, you know John, it's him. Johnny Marr. Yeah. He's got that clean yeah. tone. Yeah. You know it's him. So but I tell you what, this is what I mean. I've, you know I've, it's I've them, heard players say, and I mean we're on about the evolution. Of, I mean we. I know we're coming from a. I know we're coming from. We're going to get into metal meaty yeah. bit, but I've heard people say that stuff like the Johnny Marr stuff yeah. is harder to play yeah. than ACDC. It is. it is. Because it's clean and it, you can't hide with your yeah. fuss yeah. pedals and you can't hide distortion with your hides Distortion hides things. A, yeah, exactly. Whereas clean, yeah. crisp, clear... Which is, why classical, you can't hide. which is why classical's obviously harder. Yeah. Yeah. Classical guitar, yeah. it's just... Picking, yeah, it's it's different every strings and all. Yeah, it's it's, it's nylon string, strings, yeah. not steel yeah. strings. So it's a, it's. It but you can't hide. It's no, like no, raw. You've it's on it. there. You've got to really hit it note for note. But as, as as far as metal goes, from 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 my point of view, it was a very very evolutionary thing. Yeah, I know your guys. I mean, we we we're down to talk about like how we got into metal and whatever you know. But my, I, another, I didn't I didn't get straight into metal. I know, Windy, you were you were born into metal, weren't you? Like, you know, whereas myself, and, and you to uh, some degree, yeah, but, you know, but yeah, myself, but, I sort of came from listening to fucking Pet Shop Boys and, <laughs> and, 
And uh, honestly, and I did, and, and you know something, re- weird thing about it now, is you know that el- electronica sort of vibe, and I went into Smith's and Cure and all that sort of stuff, but even now when I hear that bit of electronica in, in, in metal music, I'll sort of hark back to that Pet Shop Boy sort yeah, of vibe, yeah, yeah. which I'm almost thinking, the fucking melodies are there. Yeah. It's just done with a bit of Rammstein, for Christ's sake, you know. Okay, no, when you're them boys like going down it, the melodies are almost the same. It's like it's a sin times ten, like on stereo. It's called progression, isn't it? It's called progression. Exactly. Where it fits exactly. into pentatonic and scales. It's the, and it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just how it's played. And you, you could give somebody a guitar, say, right, play this song, and they'd play that song, and you could give somebody else it, right. You do it, and they absolutely blow other person. Wow, exactly. how good yeah. was that? Yeah. But they only play the same bloody it's the same, song. The same it's how it's, it's, how it's performed, thing. how it's yeah. put together, yeah. and things like that, isn't it? I um, think so. And, and the thing with metal is, as we three know, we three. Why the, the point? The point. The point <laughs> is, in my opinion, I see it as though it's been like a bit of a. I don't want to go down like a like an epiphany sort of. Like, like an Dante's Inferno vibe ah. where I've been through sort of a revelation. The awakening. An awakening. But to be quite honest, man, it is a little bit like that because yeah. of the sort of our shown metal and, and the roots of metal. Then I found my own thing. Then I sort of like started listening to stuff that were you know a bit technical and then i'm like thinking well it's not as good as what it would be if it were a bit heavier yeah. and it would got in heavier and getting heavier and getting heavier and i find the fact that nah i'm actually liking heavier stuff yeah today than what i would have in 1999 do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm actually the getting get heavier. The heavier. I'm yeah, evolving yeah. into getting oh, into heavier music, like that, no. heavier music, yeah. and louder and more sort of maybe technical. I mean, the sort of stuff I'm listening to now, man, in nineties, I'd have been thinking, what the yeah. fuck, you know? Oh, it's strange because, like, my when I first got into it, like, remember that advert? I think it was a Levi's advert, and there was that band still, still skin inside. Still Levi's shrinks the jeans. I can, I can remember that song, and I was like, "Fucking inside." Yeah, yeah, It was from an album called "In In the Minds Inside the Mind's Eye" or something like that. And and do you know something about that? They wanted to use the uh, Smashing Pumpkins for that, you yeah. know. Did they? But still, seen never really met it, did they? Like no, no, on no. a huge scale, yeah. the singer left. And he joined Genesis when, did, Phil Collins, when Phil Collins That's left. Hey. And, and Stiltskin's yeah. kind of they yeah. kind of died and they never did out yeah. after that. The one, Ray. The one, they call him Ray Summit. What a beard, didn't he? Yeah. I remember, Ray Summit. I remember the tune. Scot- Scottish, weren't they? And oh, it were a great Scottish, it were a great yeah. tune. But like just little exposures to like metal got me kind of think it like obviously pinned me ears up so what were you listening to before that then well I don't know like as a kid because my parents never really listened to old I can't remember listening to old really like old significant any like genre music but then when we was going holiday and see my family in Zimbabwe my older cousins love Guns N' Roses and they just used to play Guns N' Roses all the time they had posters on the bedroom walls 
So like as a eight year old, like you look at these posters yeah. as a fucking woman in a bikini and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, like yeah. a thong right up your ass. Right curly blonde yeah. bleached hair. Yeah. You're like, oh looking at it. Yeah, and then they... like something naughty about it, wasn't yeah. there? Like there's something yeah, wrong about right, rock yeah. music, it had like that something, image. It was uh, subversive. Yeah. It was it was like something more different uh, about metal music. Yeah. Yeah, so Heavy it's rock. like yeah. Don't, no, stay away from that, stay away from that. Yeah. But you tell someone to do that just to attract some more, doesn't it? it yeah. So then it's obviously f- buying your first album. Like, I can remember buying Guns N' Roses, User Illusions 2, and like uh, listening album, to that just yeah. on repeat all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it all the into it. Yeah. The, the, the two as well. Yeah. Because two is a better album yeah, yeah, than yeah, one, yeah. Isn't it, when yeah. you think about it. When you uh, put it up there. So, well, I just. Obviously, these little exposures growing up, and then I never really liked your mainstream stuff. Like you, I think. Like this is just my own opinion, but I think people just like music. What's it mainstream? Just to be not fall into the same yeah, category, or not get, being ridiculed into liking something else. Yeah. In, you know in what my I mean? Ear, I don't know if it's like it now for kids, but in my ear, with music I liked, you were tagged as a baghead. Yeah, yeah. baghead. They all say, oh, yeah, I remember you, that. You're, you're a crap, baggy. You're crap at, the crap at sports, the crap. You keep away from them. They wear makeup, they wear black eyeliner, and all. Yeah. And it was like absolute bollocks. And yeah, when I, because I were always decent at sports. I mean, I played rugby, as you know, we yeah. all boys and what have you. And yeah. When I first met Emma, it, it, she couldn't believe the music I listened to because I didn't dress like I was, you know. Everybody. Automatically in the head, yeah. oh, if you're into that music, wear these silly big black bloody uh, combat trousers. Yeah. You wear silly big black like a sporty looking dude. Yeah, because they were just normal. Yeah. We sure they were into metal. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, she, you know, she were she were into all dance music and that. Well, actually, she were into James. She really liked James when I first met her. James, aren't yeah, 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 she she loves him. James like she went to a bit of in an indie one. Indie Britpop were massive. Were massive when yeah, I met him. You know, mid nineties, it yeah. was massive. You've got your Blur, Oasis, yeah, uh, yeah. Sleeper, yeah. Uh, what they call the uh, Elastica, and people, and you know, Blur, you know, all all that. And she were into that, yeah. and I, and she could not believe when she first came to our house, and I had machine head up wall, the Metallica up wall. She was like, one, "What's yeah. going on? Who's going to chop me off? What's this? We're going to be a suicide party." And I'm like, look, this is mine. You know, this is right like. to to your mum and dad. Yeah. You're not going home. Yeah. <laughs> and I try and bring my kids up now by by saying to them, look, if, if you are that kind of thing, you'll yeah. you'll bloody yeah. you know, embrace and, it. You enjoy and, it, can't you? I were never embarrassed about it. No, though, me, you know me what I mean. No, I went, me neither. Which is like, I think it's a good. Like I'm quite proud in a way that. I didn't succumb to peer pressure and yeah. yeah. I, green, I like you. I were normal, yeah. good at sport. Yeah. Like yeah. wore normal clothes. Fucking hell. You're a bit. <laughs> you were a bit better at a sport than most of us. Well, you yeah. played professional rugby league, like. Ah, but like, Eagles teammates were like, yeah. I'd fucking have my car with my CDs and all that. Like, yeah. What the fuck are all these? These are shite, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they were all dance music, ah. like yeah. Or just your mainstream fucking pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your, your playlist on your radio. Everyone knows every bastard song, don't yeah. they? Yeah, shite. I, I, it's weird because you're... It don't, it don't come from the artist, does it? You know, you're no. this X Factor now. It doesn't come from the artist. But the X Factor, the thing that pisses me off more than all is somebody will win and then they'll bring out an... They even did a bloody Biffy Clyro tune, didn't they? 
uh, for one of the winners. It's like, yeah. what are they doing? They were good, decent tunes. What the hell are they doing? It's like a ballad style, wasn't it? Like, but you know. Yeah, but what? But why? Why? It's, it's just manufactured shit, and I can't understand why so many people get behind it. All the, I mean, Britain's Got Talent, The Next Factor. Why do people the masses get pushing it, it to the masses? Yeah, yeah. but it's just push it to the masses. It's just it's shit it's lyrics well, exactly. for fucking Monday and The, the winner X Factor. Give me an afternoon in Sheffield or Barnsley Bloody Town Centre, and I'd find a better chuffing singer than them. That's true. Yeah, you're probably right, mate. You're probably right. Ah, so then, like, obviously, I think. Kerrang and Scuzz on Sky had a massive influence yeah, so, on me and all. Yeah. Whenever we look, I've got to say headbangers ball. Me and Windy are a bit yeah. older than you, Nick. Headbangers head 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 ball, ball back in the 90s. Vanessa Warwick. Who mm. were Ricky Warwick's wife. Yeah. Who Talk were in uh, Almighty. The Almighty. Yeah. And he now sings with Black Star Riders yeah. who were virtually yeah. friendly, is he? We, we had a headbangers ball which were almost before even crank crank yeah. and stuff wasn't it it was yeah, incredible yeah, because yeah, you used yeah. to stay you used to fucking yeah, have to that, stay I remember Nick. getting a magazine called Raw Raw yeah Raw, raw. yeah I, I got Raw, raw but you went to it. you know for Ed Banger's Ball it was on at 2 o'clock in the morning you had to stay up to or, watch or it or tape it yeah or Sunday night on fucking VHS, yeah. day. You were, on a Sunday yeah, night no. you had to stay up and watch it and it was the only I thing sneak where you could get I, I to listen to and watch metal music sneak downstairs at two o'clock in Windy isn't that right yeah this is before you this is before like um I don't want to sound like a complete old bastard but I am it's early nineties yeah this is before um internet and stuff like that Sky Plus with that yeah, record but, yeah. but, but what you're saying there, Nick, is very interesting because it weren't mainstream at all. It were almost like these people were sort of people yeah. pushed into pushed, that. Yeah, yeah. We, we better give them a bit of exposure. You know, we we felt uh, persecuted, didn't you, for liking yeah. that music? But then again, Windy, I thought that was a good thing. Yeah, it, it was because it yeah. set you apart from everybody else. Yeah, but right. it's always been a subculture in a I way. Think it has like, it. I think it has. But and do you know, Summer, you've just said something very interesting there that you were never. Did you, you didn't use word of shame? Did you say you never were embarrassed by? The yeah. Fact that you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and meet. I evolved into metal, and when I got into metal, and I started listening to metal heavily, and I started going at gigs and everything. None of my pals were into it. Yeah. None of them were. Well, I've gone to loads of gigs on my own. Mate. Me too, and and it was one of them things that it was almost like I just can't believe that nobody's into this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And a lot of my pals were not into metal, and he, and to even round about then it was almost like you were lambasted for liking it. I know. You know I'm like, well, I'm People gonna, still take piss now. Of course, like, like, course they do, and the you get it. You get that piss. Yeah. You get that pissed up because they don't understand. Well, who do you like? Kasabian? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like fucking yeah. the one band what everyone fucking yeah. likes. Yeah. It does mean like the, there's. It's like they put there for everyone to like. England football team yeah. love them, so then yeah. nation loves them. Lapping All up. your pub men liking yeah. the pretty green stuff, yeah. singing along, chanting to the football Lapping songs. Up. Love it. Like there's no. There's no like. Originality with it. I, I think when it comes to metal, you've got to be you've got to be a wolf, not a sheep. It's true, but but it's the the genre has got so much going off in it. It's, it's not, the only genre that's last last of the test of fucking exactly. time. Exactly. Great point. 
Because I'll tell you what, we, we talk about the... Uh, the. I wish the, I'd have brought that poster because it's brilliant. No, but we, we, we know this it, one. Nick's just said something really interesting there. It's the only genre that's stood the test of time. Mm. Let's say it evolved, let's say it started Sabbath, what, 60, 65, no, 60? Sabbath was 68, but if you go, if you go back, really, there's the band called Blue, Blue Cheerer, they did a cover version of Eddie Cochran's Summertime Blues, but they yeah. did it, they're like a stone of rock thing. Yeah. This is what, 68? If you go back before that, to mid-60s, Kinks, Ray Davis, well, they call Guitar Dave, Dave, what Dave it? Davis, yeah. Dave Davis. Dave Davis. Yeah. He, he, he had enough of his sound, and he got a razor blade, and his slit is amplifier, <laughs> and that's the first use of dis- distortion. He invented distortion, because his slit, he slashed I the speaker. I all this shit and, with well, it. Well, you, you just... <laughs> Read it, don't you? No, and I thought, it. Invented it, and then it went from there. And then as it grew and grew, you didn't like like we've just mentioned previously. You didn't have internet. Didn't you do that? We you, you really got me. You know the yeah. really got me. That, oh you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's it. Heavy, it. That's you know, you yeah. really got me. Yeah. That sound. That that's distortion. Yeah. In late fifties, that sound. Had never been yeah. heard pre yeah. that because, like Wendy was saying, there were very clean. Eddie Cochran, ding ding ding. Probably ding, dirtiest ding, 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 thing ding, before that yeah. was that guy called Link Ray. Link Rumble. Ray, yeah, Rumble, Rumble yeah. You might surf think, what is that song? Yeah. But if you heard that, surf guitar, yeah, and uh, what's his name who just died? Dick Dale. Dick Dale, yeah. <laughs> well, he was left handed, but he played yeah. his guitar backwards, yeah. and that's surf why he could do that because he played. He played his yeah. right-handed strung guitar, mm. but he played it left-handed. It, so it were yeah. upside down. Yeah. Like, what the what the <laughs> what the fuck? And that's how he could do all this. Tarantino used a lot of Dick Dale and stuff, didn't he? And then obviously Davis did that. Invented distortion. Then it went on and on and on. And then Tony, I like I said, if you're from England, you said Black Sabbath what first metal band. If you're from America, you said Led Zeppelin. I wasn't Zeppelin the first metal. No, but but they conquered America. They weren't. They yeah, they the weren't big in England. They were massive. Major Bonham America. Drum. No, sorry, I'll take that. Bonham back. is the best drummer Bonham, ever. Bonham's drums are yeah. metal. The be- Bonham's the best drums ever. are metal. Yeah, you, you, you can hear Bonham's drums now in in Bridge in, Against uh, the Machine in in, 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 uh, in Parkway Drive. In Band Yardbirds, they had Clapton and Clapton left and were replaced by oh sorry Jimmy Page left then I think Clapton replaced him and then. Uh, Jeff Beck replaced him so three of the best guitarists of all time all in same band replacing each other but Jimmy Page were a, a massive session, session guitar play, player like Glenn Campbell were and Glenn Campbell is a brilliant you know Glenn yeah. Campbell country singer yeah. what a guitar player he was he, he was the main man guitar mm. player session guitar player mm. if you wanted him to play on like your pop songs yeah, yeah. you had Jimmy Page and people yeah. like that and yeah. then he made his own band yeah. he got Bonham yeah. John Paul Jones and you know Plant to sing and he went away yeah they've got their sound now Tony Iommi worked in a steelworks he was left handed so he played with his right hand and the day he was going to leave work I think it were to try and to get his be fingers guitar, he chopped the end of his fingers yeah. off Tony Iommi chopped the end of his fingers off so he it made yeah. he made it's plastic true. tabs to go on end of his fingers and that's where that's why I had to play with power chords and yeah. play differently. And that's why Black Sabbath sounds was like, I mean, we can't get it on here, but I mean, first Black Sabbath song is called uh, album is called Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yeah. 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 
and it cuts an ear off, his fingers well. off, and you know, and he had that deep, dark sound. Uh, King Bill, what? Big, sloppy, the sloppiest drummer <laughs> on the fucking who planet. Cares, you know what? Cares. The sloppy, honestly, sloppy. He almost said floppy, fucking sloppy, but I tell you what. There's no metal band that in influenced by Black Sabbath. Yeah. I agree. There's none. I agree. I agree. Man There's none. Whether it comes to your yeah. new drums, metal, your rap yeah, metal, yeah, your, man, your groove I can't, metal. I can't disagree your, with your that. Head, death metal. Yeah. Oh like that. Black Sabbath is the can't, the, that the is, is a big yeah the main men aren't they you can't that's a big them. thing yeah. like you know because to be honest it all goes back to them for me for me in in, in my opinion I think there were influences before them but I yeah, think of course they, I think they I, took I'm it, on about the they the, led the, the, they they took the mantra and they went and they went heavy they went through metal. everything yeah. That's went straight it. back yeah. to them. It went you could say through. Yardbirds. By the way, 19, say, 1968 were the first use it. We've mentioned before heavy metal. <laughs> you said that yeah. and I didn't know that, you? you told me that. Yeah. Heavy metal thunder. <laughs> You've got it. <laughs> Born, Born to, to be wild. wild. I never knew that. Yeah. But they were obviously on about a, 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 a motorbike. Steppenwolf, innit? Yeah. They, Steppen Wolf. they were the first people to use heavy metal. 1968 again. you got the big, they call them they don't call them the Holy Trinity, they call them the Hun-Holy Trinity, right. which is your Sabbath, yeah. Deep Purple, and uh, go on, but, and Zeppelin. Right. That's, that's, your, that's your three. But they all... I mean, what a year. What a year it must have been to be. Well, you know. um, yeah. And like you and your yeah. brother, there. James Etfield, mm. he was born in 63. As he got older, he only had his brother's records. Yeah. And he had... Your deep purples and and your yeah. sabbath, same same thing. And they picked him up, and then and then that progressed to your new wave of Brit, you know, British new wave of heavy metal, metal Judas Priest, yeah, Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, yeah. Saxon from Barbie. Yeah. We've got to give a shout out to Saxon, haven't we? <laughs> Saxon, <laughs> <Yeah>. Saxon. <laughs> we're now two Barnsley. You know, we I've got always, uh, we, we got the Oliver Dawson Saxon, yeah. and we've also got the and Biff we, version. Oh, drummer comes in gym. Comes to gym. Is it? He does, mate. Yeah. And I've always, I've that. always yeah, said that. Yeah, Oliver Dawson's. In fact, got, he drums for a lot. I've got to meet. I've got to meet James Etfield. Is my, is my <laughs> all-time hero. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll have to try and make that. <laughs> I've got to do it. I mean. And do you know something? If, if Jimmy Savile still alive, Jim will fix it. No, no, but I'll tell you what, Windy Ray, as cool as Etfield seems, as cool as he seems, because he seems like a bit of a dude ah, to me. He is, he's had his demons, he's, he's been through his well, shit. Yes, but do you know as cool he's, as he is? I reckon you could make that happen. I'd love to meet him. No, my wife, could, my wife, no, said, do you know what I mean? I reckon nah. if you like, said to oh, him, if I could meet him, just come round for a cup yeah. of tea. If I could ever meet him, a bevy, honestly, he would make me laugh. He's only a man. He's only a guy. But He's only a dude. Emma said to me, "What would you say to him if you ever met him?" And we've just mentioned Saxon. And that's the, I'm from Barnsley. Saxon are from Barnsley. <laughs> and you were influenced by Saxon. Yeah, I said, I'm from yeah. Barnsley, James. Yeah. And he'd look, I, I just imagine him thinking, 
And I say, Sacks in the front. Yeah. It seems like a dude does it. Yeah. And I think sometimes, have you have your guys seen that um, Brian Johnson Life on the Road? Yeah, yeah I've seen actually. No, I watched yeah. an awful one at my sister's the weekend. Did yeah. you watch it? Have you yeah, seen no, it yet? Yeah, yeah. They're incredible. Did you see the, when Johnson nearly started crying when he played Magic, Magic Man? Man? Yeah, brilliant. It's incredible. Brilliant. Brilliant. They're, they're worth watching, mate, honestly. The point I was trying to make is when you go back to Metallica, Metallica, the, 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 the one band. And I'm, all, I'm only going to get on about them now because I think everybody around this table... Well, they figure heavily, don't they? They figure heavily in everybody's vibe. No, but I think it's this summit beyond what they're like as a band. Yeah. It's like what they are as, as, as dudes, yeah. as people. I mean, I watched that thing with, with Brian Johnson... And Lars were like, they, they come in a room a bit like this thing, they've got flags, well, it's massive, isn't it? Yeah, it's, you it, know that place where yeah. they go to? They've got flags from every country they've ever been yeah. to. They've got loads of stuff, it's called... Is it in Bay. LA or San Francisco? It, yeah, yeah, it's, it's San Francisco where they're from, Bay Area, like, yeah, you know. And it, it's their place they've where that's their basically, home. Basically, and they've yeah. turned it into yeah. their That's own their thing. home, that's our stronghold. And if they get, they play it well, they get flags from yeah. people, and when yeah, they come yeah, back, yeah. they put them in the They've got programmes, they've got amps, guitars, blah, blah, blah. Brian Johnson goes in there and speaks to Lars and Lars is like telling him all of these stories and everything and he's saying oh when we played on the um, 92 tour we had a really good idea that the best way to connect with our fans was that we wanted a camera and a microphone to come into changing rooms before we were going on stage and say are you ready are you ready yeah, for yeah. us to go and all crowd were out there Usually, when you go to a gig, you're stood there thinking, just waiting, you aren't fucking you? Knock on, yeah. knock on, like. I'm fucking, don't want to kill for a bevy, like, yeah. you know, I want yeah. fucking band on. Yeah. And you're stood there thinking, what are you going to do? Next yeah. thing, boom, you've oh. got a, a great big screen on, and you've got James, like, sat there going, yeah, we're going to come out and fuck you. Oh, over the ball. Sorting his voice out, and yeah. he got, like, sort of little eyes yeah. on drums, like, well, we're going to come out and give you a great show tonight, boys. And I think it will be because they connected with fans that way early doers, you know. And nowadays, I say nowadays, but you don't get you get that displacement with bands. Whereas I think the reason why Metallica have got that like vibe with people is because they can still connect with the fans. Yeah. They're, they're still almost the, like, the, even though they're massive and they're probably the biggest band on planet. Yeah. Some some people said that they sold out with Black Album. No, not a chance. Yeah, I disagree with not that. Not a well. chance. But what they did do. When they did Black Album, they reached a wider audience. Fans, a wider audience, and they, they sell, but what's selling art? Yeah, but they opened. We've mentioned Queen. They opened the Freddie Mercury tribute yeah, they did, concert yeah. Metallica. Yeah, they opened it. But as, as your boys here are sat here, what is your opinion of selling art? If you're a metal band, right, and you're a rock band or whatever, what's selling art? To me, selling out is doing something that, that you disagree with, that you don't, that you hate doing, but you do exactly it. Exactly, they do it. Doing it just for us, but they didn't do that. Exactly, they just did a different fucking song. Yes, because 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 the way we talked about as ACDC were as ACDC were, they were hit with tragedy, and they had to either pack in or they had to rebuild and do something different. Exactly, and ACDC when Bon Scott died. 1980, they released Back in Black, which mm. is 
the biggest selling big, rock the best metal album, album from, in my of all opinion, time. Right? It's the biggest selling metal stroke yeah. rock album. A lot of people of all disagree time. with me, but I think that's their it's best. It's unbelievable album. how many records that sold. Now Metallica for me, Master of Puppets, my favourite album, Master of Puppets, of any of any band of ever. Master of Puppets is my favourite album. And the grew each record the grew first two albums there were there were Dave Mustaine uh, you know Dave Mustaine contributed a lot to them first two albums and they were gone before yeah. they released the first one so when by the time third one came around they didn't have his influence anymore and it, there were you know Cliff Burton was starting to experiment with new things I mean you know, like you've got Orion, and you can hear all um, you know, Orion yeah. song. You can hear all harmonics and everything coming yeah. together, and you can see how they've shifted. And that, and now they, I mean, they released an instrumental. They did Call of Cthulhu on Ride the Lightning, and then they did Orion on Master of Puppets, and you could see the shift. And it was phenomenal bass player Cliff Burton, and then tragedy struck, and he died on Master of Puppets tour. And was that that bus crash? Yeah, that was yeah. that that bus crash, which were horrible because. He slept on Kirk Hammett's book, uh, bunk that night. They played cards. Fucking and Kirk Hammett wanted Burton's bunk because he said it was comfier. And they played this game of cards and Hammett won. So he took Burton's... Uh, yeah. He took that... He took. Oh, no, sorry. Bert, sorry. Hammett had the best bunk and Burton wanted it. And they played cards yeah. and Burton won. So Burton said, I'll have your bunk tonight. Yeah, and then, that's and then that happened. Well, yeah. it, you know, it slipped, went on its side, crashed. Burton, unfortunately, you know, travesty died. Oh God, yeah, he, he, that what card game, wasn't it? Yeah, card, but if it but if it weren't for that moment, I mean, and Justice for All is a technical masterpiece, but there's no bass there anymore, and you can see that Burton's gone, and you can you can the drum it was Hetfield, yeah, it was Hetfield and Earth. They just wanted that. to show how much they could play. Yeah. Whereas it, if Burton had been there, it'd have been different. But I've, I, I'm, I firmly believe that the, the Black Album wouldn't have happened. If Burton had had still been there, why? Because the, I I don't think that they that have gone down. The Black Album's a great album. I'm not saying it's a I'm, it's a fant- it's a fucking brilliant album, but I just don't think that if Burton had been there, that the musical progression would have been different. But why not? He, he, but because he was the man. Orchestral. Yeah, he, he loved orchestral yeah, listen, music. What I'm saying is, he was the man. He was the man, and he was the guy that kind of was were changing him and he, yeah, he, he was the thinker you know right? he was the thinker of the think, group think, think of the for, for me I've just mentioned Burton, this while you've been Burton, for a flash by the way Burton's yeah. magnum opus Orion yes what a tune yes that for me is just yeah, it, it's possibly yeah, one of my favourite metallic it, tunes it plays the bass like a chuffing like guitar like a guitar it plays two or and three for me so, it's one of my favourite yeah. tunes but do you know that that yeah. when it goes from that that's the black album it's almost going towards yeah, the black album so so you can you so can, i think yeah. you've embraced it even more that's so, what we're i was saying the first two albums mustaine has got a lot of writing thrash, on him. Thrash, very thrashy and when the first album when the third came up, album came out though the first album that mustaine didn't have a writing credit on no, when for anybody who doesn't know, went on to form it. Yeah, to the fact that he didn't have yeah. a fucking writing credit on it, because you know what most but, but like you can hear, you, you can hear them growing, yeah. but then you can hear you, you can hear in Unjustice for All, Hetfield and Uric, how they've grown, and the technicality of how they've progressed, yeah. and say, look, we can fucking play now. We're not just this band that's got yeah. in a garage that's yeah. thrashed it out, shown us talent and rose fruit. 
you, you could really hear that yeah, the, 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 the talent got, coming yeah, through yeah. in Injustice for All, but they didn't have Burton's presence on that bass. And and it and it, there's no bass in Injustice for All, is there? There's not. It's there. On the original. Turn the fucker yeah, they turn the fucker off. But apparently, if you listen, we <laughs> one of them fucking giant. No, the only one, thing. Well, well, Sunday on the Sunday on YouTube has renamed it and just did for Jason. New bass. Give him some. The took piss. But the Black Album the is, is, a, gr- is a fantastically off, produced yeah. album by Bob Rock, who yeah. you know he produced a lot of. Well, he ended up playing bass on St. Anger. He stayed with him, and then they got rid of him, got Rick Rubin in, and then they did Death Magnetic. Which I love. I love Death. A lot of people don't like it, but I love Death, Ma- yeah, Death Magnetic. I love it. Is that but, with Saint Anger on? No, Saint Angus. No, is that the album? So it's Saint Angus and Rachel. That's only the tune on that album, though, isn't it? But have you said that? I quite fucking like Saint Anger, me, because it's raw as fuck, and it's them like saying, "You've just been going on about the Bob Rock. You've just down. been going on about Bob Rock and Rick." Rick Rubin's production. What they did on St. Anger is just think, look, we've just fucking been through rehab. Just watch we've some kind of monster. Th- yeah, we've just we, watched exactly, some kind this of is monster. what I'm about. We've all just been tearing yeah. lumps off each other. We've all been absolutely. That feels an alcohol. We've all been a bit no, a bit of a knobhead, really. Let's go back to basics and just rip it out. Uh. And that's what they did with that album. And I quite like that. I quite like the punk ethic to it. And I like the fact that it was just unproduced and it were raw everybody give people everybody said that Lars's drums sounded like they were recorded in a dustbin but they were, they were raw they were like straight on to level I'm not saying it was the greatest album because it weren't by no stretch of imagination it were probably it, after all their albums it were probably the yeah. worst but it's not as bad as everybody makes out because it's fucking Metallica yeah. and they can play do you know what I mean they say the they dr- couldn't make a shit out. No, they say the drowning man always pulls the rescuer down with him, don't they? When you're drowning, you're panicking, you grab, you pull, don't you? Ah. Metallica were drowning and, and they were in they were in shit and they were mm. and, and that is them drowning yeah. and panicking and reaching out and just been pulling it all out and just probably pulling it out there. But that's the sound of Metallica. But, the an- but that is just so just they pulled the themselves down to save themselves yeah. and. And they saved themselves with that album. But have they done all since? Um, the well, that was best when they won't let all Glastonbury when they headline them uh, and they didn't, they didn't want him there because he wanted a fucking bear. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> they didn't want him there, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Well, That's but no, what have they done yeah. since? Let's be honest. Since when? A couple of world tours, that's all. Since no, album-wise. Since what? Santanga? Well, I like Death Magnetic. I like Death Magnetic, and uh, you know the self white to self destruct. Yeah, I quite you know I quite like it. I think the Black Album one. Well, the last best. Yeah, but well, the last it, good it, album. It, it were an album that were produced. I love Metallica. Well. It were an album Metallica, that were produced as well. You know I do. But the, I think the Black Album were the last album well, that did the no, I, I just think it was the last album that were any good. The mainstream though, have the, the I prefer Death Magnetic to Black Album. That's honestly, okay, some people think. Yeah, but that. I do, I do. I think Trulio is a fucking brilliant. We're fucking holier yeah. than thou. Yeah, yeah. Sad but true. Sad but true. Was it? Enter Sad but true. Windy, I'm going to have to call you on that one, man. 
Death Man that. That. It's a better album than Black Album. Forgiven. Function on me. No, I'm I'm saying to me, right. I prefer it. But that, it, might, it might just be a stage in my life where I'm yeah, in now. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's it. I can like we could yeah, we yeah, can enjoy stuff differently. Yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah. part of life you're I, in. I, I love listening to Death Magnetic. Yeah. I absolutely love that just, album. Yeah. I can't remember what we're on, Death Magnetic. That's how good a fucking album <laughs> Cyanide. Suicide <laughs> Suicide in Reduction. <laughs> 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 that's how I got the story. That's back on now, by the way. It's the only one I remember because fucking, fucking Podify or whatever. Just got rid of it. just took it off. Yeah. Uh, all right then, boys. Let's go on to gigs then. What's uh... <laughs> we could be here all night, you, you know. Well, oh, well, come on. We could be here all night, boys. What about gig, gig wise. What's who's, best? Go, who's going first? I'll go first. Recently, we went to watch Parkway Drive, oh, didn't we? Ali Pally. Ah, oh, good. And it was fucking. It were unbelievable, wasn't it? I think, to be honest, mate, I would put that as I've got three gigs that. I would say well my three gigs that's one of them yeah it I weren't I weren't there incredible. but I've seen the video it were incredible what Nick sent us and it were incredible it were the singer coming on with a Molotov cocktail and he turned round threw it back over at drummer <laughs> and all stage set on fire and boom it started out. and I weren't even there but I just thought fuck me what the pyro the, the pyro the pyros were yeah, incredible. Yeah, I weren't even there. And I could, I could feel uh, emotion. The pyros were incredible. I would, I would, I would put it up there as my, my top three. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of. Did you what? watch? Did you watch Phoenix Nights? Uh, yeah. Obviously, Keith Laird weren't there that night. <laughs> 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 it's a fire after. Nah. Well, that's we, it. My worst fear. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's true. And, and and I think there's a there's a big thing to say about that that my favourite gig is a gig I saw a few months ago. Yeah. Because that's how I've evolved that's with that, music yeah. because it's still evolving and it's still on it because yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have like said uh, you know in this, in a world of health and safety that we live in now <laughs> how the fuck do you walk on stage with a of Chuck it behind drummer and boom, and the music starts. It's fire. It's brilliant. Absolutely. But how do you control that? Well, that feel cunt, could it? That's what he fucking said to set on fire, yeah, didn't Jesus, it? you know. But I, I would say. By the sparklers from Asda. For me, three, three gigs. They're, they're my th- that's my three. Partway, the last gig I went to. The other one were probably. Uh, fucking hell. Rollins Band at Leadmill, which were fucking weird. I can't believe Henry Rollins has been at fucking Leadmill. I swear to God, the Rollins That's Band, crazy. the Rollins Band came to Leadmill, and they did a set, and they were, I think they were doing Leed, Leeds Fest, and it were like a warm up set right, for, for yeah. Leeds Fest. So they'd obviously gone to Leadmill, yeah, yeah, yeah. full Rollins Band vibe, like you know, with, with albums. They play a liar. Oh God, you liar yeah. and everything! Yeah. yeah, I think it were about ninety. Um, it we were after weight, yeah. so it, it were like weight era, and um, it, they never said a fucking word. They just came on, and just went bang, and just fucking smashed the place, and it were heavy. You know, it were like bang bang. Fucking Rollins as they shut off shorts on, tattered up to the max when tats weren't. 
yeah. the mainstream and were like, fucking look at this guy, he's absolutely off his fucking noggin. And it were like, wow. And they did a full set. He never said a word to any of band. It was just uh, to any of crowd. Just did it was just out and yeah. out, smashed. And then afterwards, it were like, we're the Rollins band. I'm Henry Rollins. Um, we're playing Leeds Festival next week. We're sorry we were a bit loud because we brought the same PA. Good night, God bless. Boom, off. Yeah. That were the end of the gig. I fucking, my, my ears were like this thing. Ringing for about a week. And from what we knew after, they brought the same PA and whatever it was, what they were taking to fucking, fucking Leeds hell. Fest. Fucking hell. So, they, you know, they just set all the shit up and it was fucking, it was incredible. It was just, whoa. I mean, they're not a thrashy band, Rollins band. But Melvin, Black Flag Melvin Gibbs, Black Flag. who were on the... Well, it weren't Black Flag, it were the Rollins No, band, but were he, were he so, yeah, Black Flag? Rollins were, yeah. Bla- yeah, what Black Flag like guy. Punk same yeah. sound, though. Yeah, like the, same. No, the, the Rollins band are quite heavy. The, the Melvin Gibbs, who were the bassist, they were like quite boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And then guitarists were a bit... You know, it were quite heavy. Yeah. Like, bouncy heavy. But not heavy as in, like, thrashy heavy, just fucking heavy. And I went out of that gig thinking, you fucking bastards, you fucking yeah. nearly blow me head off. Which was a good thing. Yeah. So that's my second one after Partway Drive, and my first one's got to be Rage Against the Machine. Nottingham Rock City, mate. Me and Belly went through. Um, some, we'd seen them on Late Show. We'd, what we'd, year was that then? 93. So you've got to look at the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. debut album were 92. And then that had just dropped World in. Tour, in, in yeah, that had just dropped in England, and we'd seen someone on Late Show, um, and the the played Killing in the Name of on Late Show. It was someone called No Nirvana. So you got Pearl Jam, Pixies, blah blah blah, loads of American bands that weren't Nirvana because Nirvana were massive at the time. And yeah. Everybody were up Nirvana's yeah. ass. Yeah. So they had this Late Show thing that were all the American bands that were playing that weren't Nirvana, and they were one of them. And I'm like. Fucking hell, have you seen, did you see them boys last night? I said to Belly, I'm like, they were fucking incredible. He's like, they're fucking playing. They're playing in Nottingham. So you, right, we've got to go. Oh. We've got to go and see them. Got to How go did and you see find out they were playing in Nottingham? Just, in just, a magazine? Yeah, just so many That's magazine. what I mean, internet now. It's crazy, isn't it? Access we can get to do. Well, if you look at something on Google now, if you type in big tits on Google, next day, you're getting all advertised. Big tits are playing in Nottingham Rock City (laughs) next week, (laughs) aren't they? It bloody tells you, doesn't it? And and we went through, I've never heard a fucking tool. What tool are we backing them up? Tool backed them. Tool backed them, mate. So we went through, and and went through to to Rock City. I think the, it was somebody called Ween. I think Ween what first band on, then Tool, then Rage Against the Machine, and it was just fucking incredible. And afterwards, I was just like, when they finished, did they go off? Did the like pre-finish go off and you shouted them and they came back on and played your did an encore, yeah. What did, did they do? Can you remember what they did with that? I can't remember, mate. I've, I can't, honestly, it was that long ago and it was that much of a blur. What I can remember, and one of the things that sticks in my mind, and I don't know, I don't even think this happens anymore with gigs. What I can remember is at Rock City, after they'd done, we went, we stayed at Rock City for some bevies. And I were like, the fucking band are there. They were from me, from yeah. me and you away. And I'm having a bevy on. on yeah, yeah. We're having a having a 
a pint. And I'm like, fucking hell, that's like fucking bassist there. It was just being on that band. We've just I like walked up to him, like, all right, mate, rate gig. Nice one, pal. And he's like, ah, oh, cheers, mate. Fucking American accent. I'm like, fucking hell, I've never heard American accent ah. before in my life. You know, and he's like, ah, oh, thank, thank you, man. I'm like, fucking hell. And honestly, incredible gig. So they're my three. They're my three gigs. Partway drive because it was just unbelievably yeah. good. Intensity. Intensity was was great. It was just unreal. It, it, it was incredible. Rollins band because it was just blow your fucking eardrums off. It, it, it were almost taking piss. Afterwards, it was just like, I'm really sorry that I've just fucking killed you, but this yeah. PA is what we're taking to Leeds, and we thought we'd just warm it up. <laughs> and then, obviously, Rage Against the Machine, which. Yeah. And, and that gig really just chewed me into into metal light as well, which will, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Wendy? Where have you been? Three. Are we having three? We? Well, I've got two. Like, I've got power, yeah. That Ali Pally were mine. Incredible. My top three, I'd, I'd probably say my th- in third place, I saw what Black Crows at Sheffield City Hall. It was like one of my first ever gigs, if not. My first ever gig were you two, actually. But but I'm gonna put you two at Round A Park. What era? Stereo MCs, but Zoo Zoo TV. Oh, Zooropa. Zooropa. Yeah, just after that, Tongue Baby Zooropa yeah. Zoo TV. That's when I was about '92, I think I saw them. I think it was about '94. My first ever proper gig. My auntie and uncle took me to. Who massive influences to me with my music, because they had that much of a record collection. I could go and borrow what what I yeah. wanted when I wanted, and it was. No on internet. CD? Re- well, it was vinyl and then I tape, and then it went to it. CD eventually. <laughs> and by the time I were a teenager, CDs were there, and I, you know, I eventually got a CD player for me for me for Christmas, and that's when I, you know, that Christmas I got uh, Therapist Trouble Gum, oh, Soundgarden, Super and Nora, oh, Metallica album. albums and stuff, and then I saved my money and went and went to the bar. Ninety-four, yeah, no, yeah. ninety-four. I got that. Fucking trouble, but, but, but yeah, but my, my top three gigs at Black Crows. Yeah. Have you have you heard much at Black Crows? They're Not a proper really. rock and roll. Chris band. Robinson. Yeah, they're a yeah, proper. Like he, he's in Mag- well, Chris Robinson's singer. He's in the Chris Robinson Brotherhood right. now, and then his his brother guitar player dun, Richard dun, Robinson is in Magpie Salute. They're a good band, but they are proper. So, you know, Southern America yeah, rock, rock, rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll, a long hair, you know, hippie-ish, but still hard. And we went to watch them. First proper rock gig I've been to, and I absolutely loved it. And for that reason, that that's why it's in my top three. I loved it. I, I were about 13, 14. My uncle got me a couple of pints of lager. <laughs> and nobody <laughs> get a shit then. Ah, yeah, ah good lad, young lad here. Ah, here, get a shirt on, you know. I've got a Black yeah. Crows shirt on. Yeah. So I went to watch Black Crows with them. And then second place, T-shirt I've got on now, which is Mastodon. Yeah. Uh, that were at Rock City. That were a couple of years ago. Rock City, that's second. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's big, isn't it? It's always on Red Fang. Oh, good and all, Red Fang. They were quite. Oh, Red Fang. I've got yeah. their album. Yeah, yeah, it's really they good. Backed them up. Yeah, yeah they, they were album. good. Very similar to Mastodon. Yeah, they are. But Mastodon yeah. were technically are absolute masters. Yeah. Brent Tynes is fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, in hell, incredible. And and they are Ron, Ron Daler on yeah. drums. He's probably yeah. for me. He's and he's sings as well. Can you believe? Yeah, he's probably my favourite drummer out there yeah. today. A guy called Ian who lives in Ireland got me into Mastodon really, but yeah. fuck me. They are an incredible band, Mastodon. And what I found yeah. amazing with Mastodon is they were hard 
technically superior to to most things, but normally there's a mosh pit, isn't there? When you go to these gigs, there's a mosh pit, yeah. be, you know, fighting and throw. None. Everybody were just watch watching it yeah, in, in awe of them. And and I were like, fuck me, what, what a gig, you know, and they played a lot of the uh, Emperor of Sand yeah. album, which is a brilliant album. They played some of their old stuff and that blood and, you know. I um, love, love that. Love the that. Vithan. Yeah, I love that. Brilliant, brilliant gig. I loved it. Uh, my favourite gig was, I've been to see him a few times, but it's got, obviously, my favourite band's Metallica, but... And so Metallica at Sheffield Hall on October 16th, 1996, and it were poor me, and I went to watch them. It's the first time I've been allowed to a gig, really, on my own with one of my mates. Yeah. Just me and my mate went. We'd just, Sheffield just, City Hall? I'd just turned 16, and oh, what they did was, well, they did they did all the all the stuff, and then halfway through, one at sets, set, set started collapsing, collapsing, and a bloke came down on a rope on his leg. Ah! A bloke were on fire, came running on stage, and all stage collapsed and blew up. And because there were no internet, you didn't know that they were part of act. Whereas now you look at your set list, oh, what they're going to play, and you go on internet and it's to tell you what was going to happen. It gets somebody blew Cunning Stunts. There's an I've got it. If you want to borrow it, you can borrow it. There's a DVD called Cunning Stunts, and that is the tour. And they set it up, and then it and then it all went blank. Blackness for about five. I'm thinking, what the fucking hell? Me, a sixteen-year-old lad. Yeah. Well, oh my fuck fucking god! Uh, what, have, what have I come to here? They fucking died. Everybody's died. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's died. <laughs> <laughs> and there were a bit of crackling. <laughs> I hope all the I hope all the listeners are, are here with me at this moment. It all went black. And then a little light bulb went on. A light fucking a light bulb. A 60 watt fucking bathroom light bulb. We are on stage. Of a Lars Ulrich and a drum kit. He went, we've had a few technical issues, but we've got some light bulbs. What had happened? We'll be back on now. And then he started going, you know, started knocking his drums out. And then another light. And it was new, so don't bass. And then another light bulb went on. And then... No, and then for last bit at set, that fucking them four played under four fucking light bulbs. It was it was part it was part of gig, you know, stage blowing yeah. up. A guy running on on stage, a guy. Fucking, and we were ah, Sheffield City. Oh, oh, all do just completely freak everybody. I've got the DVD. It's called Cunning Stunts, and it tells you how it all happened and, and what happened, and it was a fucking great gig. And that's my favourite gig. Because of what happened. That's what yeah. Because of the unknown. It shocked me. Yeah. I know. It shocked me. What we're going through my head is, my mum and fucking dad have yeah. finally let me come to a gig up. And I'm going to get blown up. Fucking everything's blown yeah. up. Yeah. So what year was that then? 96. October the 16th, 1996. So that's got to be black, black album. No. Load. Oh, for Load came out, yeah. yeah. And yeah. They, they called it Poor, Poor Twisted Me is a song on yeah. one album. Yeah, right. And they called it all Poor Story Me. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, Arena. Fucking hell! I'm like picturing Sheffield City Hall. All this story. I'm like looking down, like. Black crows, I mentioned earlier. 
Not to do with these two <laughs> bottles of beer, that's so. No, that's fair, Nick. That's fuck, yeah. Sheffield Arena. Sheffield yeah. Arena. That would have been quite hard to get a fucking light bulb. <laughs> I'm going to say. Sheffield that's Arena. That's what they did. It was shit, you were right. That, shit, you could have the shit can, out. That can't have been like a fucking 60 watt bulb lighting that. It's fucking up the wall of Sheffield. All right, all right. It might be 65 watt. American, <laughs> American standard. <laughs> It were all a little light bulb. Honestly, I was here with it. Thing is, though, Windy, I was here with it. I was in Sheffield City Hall. Small seats. Long well, seats. I was in City Hall. I was in Arena. I'm fucking up. That's left me. I'm there on my own. I'm in City Hall. Me thinking, what's fucking Lars Ulrich doing in fucking City Hall? I should be in Arena. He's booked us in today. Especially on Reload. He's massive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that reload? Watch cunning stunts. Oh. Well, I've got it on DVD. That's a fucking cunning stunt. They yeah. say that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you cunning bastard. <laughs> Sorry, I can't apologise. Yeah. Yeah, well, if we win three, then my other two. Go on three, man. This so, was. So, what, what is your. Well, that, Parkway driver number one. That's your yeah, best ever game. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, a close second was Slipknot at Sheffield Arena, not City Hall. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then third is Slipknot at Sheffield City Hall. <laughs> and uh, they were supported by Machine Head. That's what so, the support. That, I know what support. Slipknot and Machine Head. 2006, that. Yeah, well, when I did finally see Metallica at Sheffield Arena and did magnetic tour, the sword and machine had backed him up. Yeah. So, oh. machine had have, have obviously backed up some good bands and been on some good tours with sound, haven't ah. they? Slipknot and machine had. Yeah. And uh, I think Children of Bowden were before machine had. But we didn't watch them, like, we didn't get to see them. But um, that was fucking mint. Cause like, what song is it with the fucking where Corey Taylor gets them down, like gets all the crowd down on, on the knees, the floor and then they jump yeah, up. And then they jump the fuck up when it kicks in. That because we, me and my mate, were sat in stand like looking yeah. down. Yeah. So we then, saw like, it all. The, we just saw these people just jump up. It was right. Fucking nuts. But the second time we watched them in two thousand and eight at Arena again. We got standing, so we were like closer, and I was like yeah. up in the crowd, like, so yeah. we got down and jumped up. So you were in a moment. Yeah, yeah but I'd still rate the one the first time I saw Slipknot because it was just like, what the fuck are they doing? You, the you crazy. You once said to me, Nick Ray, and I find this very hard to believe, but I know you know your stuff, and I take what you say with credence. You told me Corey Taylor or the Greatest front man. And I stand really? by you that. still yeah. stand by it now? Yeah. Even though you've seen your... Yeah. I stand by it. It's fucking man. incredible. I've, I can't wait to see Slipknot. Because what they're telling me about this new album as well, they're saying that it's going to be something incredible. I know they always say that. Yeah. Patter, blah, yadda, yadda, yadda. They but, always pull it out at bag though, Slipknot. Do you know Slipknot? I can't wait to see them. And with Nick saying... You know your stuff, you've been to see a lot of bands. Fucking and for you to say that, that Corey's like the greatest frontman you've ever seen. Because my nephew, our Toby, saw him at Sheffield Arena as well. And he still cites him, even though he's seen a lot of bands, he still cites them as one of the best bands he's ever seen. Huh? And they've got have they got still got two drummers. Jim Rook. Does Jim Rook play? Jim Rook's guitar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, still drummers. 
Clap. Joey Jordison used to be a drummer, but he's, he left. One the of them's just a good drummer, him, you know. A fucking yeah, great yeah. drummer, him. I can't wait to see him. Uh, but Clown, there's Clown, and then there's that Chris I'm Fade. sure Clown's done one. Now he hasn't. Joey Jordison played with Metallica when Lars Ulrich was sick. Did he? And yeah. I'll tell you what. I can't wait to fucking see him. Mate, I'm absolutely unreal. buzzing for yeah. Saturday night at Download. Uh, because Slipknot are headlining, and I'm just like, can't wait. Yeah. Because I'm hearing amazing. a lot of things about like Slipknot being a fucking incredible live band mm. by a people who are known, who fucking know the stuff. Know what I mean? Now, the f- Corey Taylor is just a fucking cool bastard and all. But um, then, other one. Mm. Number three, it, this? Yeah. Would be Killswitch Engage and Iron Maiden in Newcastle oh, last yeah. year. But that's. I won't rate, I'm not right fussed about Iron Maiden, to be honest. I can. Gear Tekken, you know what I mean? Like, I I'm think not, the first not, album is fucking brilliant, me. Maidens. I'm not amazed by well, um, Maiden supporting Killswitch. No, no, Killswitch is supporting Maiden. Maiden were yeah, Maiden are one of the biggest bands ever, oh, aren't they? You know? yeah, they were, I saw Maiden last year, like, they, they were... Um, how can I put it? They're old now, though, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. seem to be going I mean, they're knocking up 60-year-old, yeah. aren't they? They seem to be going for. Are they over 60 years? They're knocking on... They might be over 60. Yeah. But we only we went all the way up there just to watch Killswitch Engage, yeah. really, because they are my favourite band. Do you know the thing I find about like metal nowadays? I'm into new metal bands. No, new as in any No, no, no. I don't mean any as in new, new metal bands new. like Linkin Park and uh, fucking yeah, 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 um, yeah. Limp Bizkit. I mean like new metal bands. Yeah. And I think it's because it's all part and parcel of the evolution. Mm. It's all about the fact that, but they've got other than living it past. Because I'm not like living it past, like you know, some guys. No disrespect to these geezers, like that sort of go to watch bloody bands from nineties, like James, yeah. or they'll they'll still go to see like just stuck in a time. They're not open yeah, to finding like, out. Geezers like my age, who are like fifty year old or whatever, or forty five year old, who will go and watch Shed Seven yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Which are a band from. No disrespect yeah, to yeah, these yeah. guys. I know they do it, and it's cool that they're they're into that. But I'm like almost like I'm progressing. Yeah. So I'm almost like in new bands now. It's like me if I like right. I were a I were a fan of Therapy. Therapy were one of the bands that sort of got me out of like indie into metal because they were a metal band. Well, they were a metal band, but influenced by metal bands, but a bit softer. But it's like me going to see Therapy every yeah. year, and so I'm just going to because they're still touring. And yeah. it's almost like me just liking therapy and going, I love therapy. The, that's the, the, it, yeah, that's it. Vision to I'm, that I'm going thing, back yeah. to see therapy all the time. But no, I'm going to see Parkway Drive and I'm going to see Killswitch. What up. I love about metal, though, is... It's, it's forever evolving. Yeah, I know. But, like, you get your Parkway Drive headlining a show, yeah. then you'll have two bands underneath them who are fucking Equally mint. Equally as good, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you go and you get to see these other bands... Yeah. that. Like, I've found loads of bands supporting too, mate, other yeah. bands who I've never heard and like, fucking hell, then you love and them. before you know it, they're Then massive. you go to watch them yeah. somewhere and you see another Tool band. Look at Rage Against the Machine and Tool. Yeah. Tool are one of my favourite bands now. Possibly. I probably like Tool a bit better than I do Rage Against the Machine now. They supported them. Yeah. You know. See, I've never got into Tool, mate. Tool. I never, the, the, the Tool are very, weird. <laughs> they are weird, but they're intricate. Yeah. But I love them. 
but then again, I'm not like a conventional sort of like metal fan. Does yeah. that make sense? Well, because even when I when I when I hear like bands like um, what having said that, fucking hell, what a load of bollocks! What is conventional metal? Yeah. It don't exist, does it? Yeah. Because it's that wide. It's that. It's it's that bigger genre. Uh, yeah, it's like that it bigger is, genre yeah. that metal's just fucking. You can't just like you can't pin it down. Yeah. You can't pin it down. It's just always evolving. It's always getting better, and it's always. Look, this awesome. is all of about Spotify though and Apple Music. I can go on a playlist, and you can just like. <laughs> <laughs> But you wouldn't have been yeah, able to do that. You know, oh, I know. That's you're this you're relied on friends and family, <laughs> or you'd have took a fucking gamble and gone into town on bus, <laughs> gone to Andy's Records or Casa Disco, and bought an album. That's and what thought, I still do. I fucking hope this is good. But I, t- I, I always remember. Yeah, but how many times were you disappointed? Though? Yeah, but Lots. I always remember our price bringing headphones out, and you could you uh, could go and you could press trial this them, and you could trial them for and like thirty seconds a yeah. song. And yeah. I remember going and thinking, oh, I quite like this song. Let's see this album and thinking, oh, I'm not fucking buying that. And then others, I thought, oh, it's all right. Let's try this. Oh, spend fucking some fucking rake money with your oh, garbage oh, over oh, here. Oh, fucking brilliant. Yeah, you know. Fucking okay, hell, I've spent yeah. some rake garbage. What is, what is the biggest disappointment? That, you know how you couldn't pre-hear it? Well, you couldn't pre-hear it, could you? But say you'd bought an album by a band that you, yeah. that you thought... Fucking hell! I, I like this. I'm gonna, I know it. And then I you went and you bought like I'm a tell follow you up, and you thought, yeah. "What? I'm, the I'm fuck? gonna tell you it now." King for a day, fool for a oh, lifetime yeah. by this band. Yeah, faith not because more. I loved Dig Angel the, Dust. Dig in the grave. Uh, yeah, I loved Angel Dust. It was one of my fucking favorite albums. Love Faith No More. Yeah. Love There's Lord. usually a couple of good songs. I went mean, there. Well, Big Jim Martin had left after Angel Dust, hadn't he? And that's yep. probably the biggest yep. uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Does that brought me I brought a trooper in for Milk. Does that bring them all Bring them all, yeah. And I'll tell you what, dude, right? Angel Dust were one of my favourite albums. Land of Sunshine. Midlife Crisis. What they call that that instrumental? It's based on that. RV. It it on in a bank advert. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, ding, yeah, ding, great tune. Ding, yeah. ding ding. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel Dust, great album. Yeah. Loved it. Follow up to the real couldn't, thing. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait for King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime. I'm thinking, can't wait for this album. Listen to it. Yeah. The fuck, fuck. is that? Yeah. But, but there's a but here. Yeah. The, no, but there's a but here. Happy birthday. But I tell you what, you know, so you're good at because you are. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bungle gone wrong. <laughs> Honestly, Bungle. I mean, I liked Mr. Bungle. I liked Mr. Bungle, yeah. but this was like Mr. Bungle <laughs> gone wrong. I'm like, I'm like thinking, are they on fucking drugs or what? But I'll tell you what, you know, the initial listen, it's a good question, this, yeah. Wendy, a fucking great question. Yeah. 
What are you still on about this? The album, just the album that shit. the album that you you think of the band that you yeah. like. But what what disappointment? What I'm saying is it that. It was back in the day when you yeah. couldn't pre-hear yeah. it yeah, 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 on yeah, social yeah, yeah. media. I'll tell you, you what, you had to go and, to go and get it. But I'll tell you something I do, Drake. Does that know I hated it on first listen. I would have pulled. I was like, what the fuck? But does I know now? It's a fucking right album. Yeah. Because it's diverse as fuck. And it's completely... It's Faith No More saying, well, fuck all that that everybody liked beforehand. We're going to fucking really fuck shit up. We're going to really start doing stuff there that people don't... Like, you know that gentle art of making enemies? Yes, yeah. Has I heard that tune? The gentle... It's absolutely... The words are so familiar. All the same but when it kicks off... It's to be like this, yeah. It's mental... But I like it. He's got key changer. Yeah. Well, what, what's yours then? Have the you key got yeah, I have, I have, but they're not really. A, I won't say they're a metal band, Ma- but the debut album was called, six, we'll called Sixteen Stone, which I'm trying to get down to. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bush, Bush fucking Gavin Rosendale, and they released. It had that swallowed on it. The, swallowed, the, the, yeah, the, swallowed. The second album. Wow. And I went and bought it. Fucking hard in them days, saving up. I sacrificed yeah, a Big Mac yeah. meal and a few other oh, things to buy that Two weeks worth of paper rounds, wasn't it, to buy yeah. a fucking album? With my girl, with my girl, you know, it will be Emma and I So Bush and then Swallowed Arms? No, no, they had 16 Stone. Which were a good album. I like 16 yeah. Stone. And, uh, I mean, he went out with that fucking Marilyn, didn't he? Like Marilyn, that him all dressed as a woman in eighties. Oh, did Gavin Ross? Gavin Ross and What before gay married to Gwen Stefani? Yeah, he was gay with him, and he honestly. Oh, sure. Listen, boys, I'm going to show you a photograph. Hey. Anyway, this is not for metal cast. <laughs> I'll show there's a photograph and listen to the reactions when I find it. But I went and bought sixteen. Uh, the follow up, which what which swallowed and that on it. Oh, well, look, razor blade suitcase. That was it, and it a right fucking load of bollocks. Absolutely bollocks. <laughs> Actually, uh, thy vitriol for that album is even worse than my Faith No More one. Have you all heard of You, Me at Six, that band? Yeah. They used to be fucking heavy yeah. as fuck right when then. they first come out. Right then. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? What? I'm going to show you Gavin Rossendale when he went out with Marilyn Singer. That's not Gavin Rossdale. It's a woman. That is Gavin Rossdale. It's a fucking woman. It's two women. No, it's Marilyn and Gavin Rossendale. Listen to That's me. That's a woman. Nah, I did look a bit like him. All right then, I'm going to show you another picture. The, the silence says it all. Oh, he's a bit. Gavin old. Rossendale went What's out with Marilyn. There? Gavin Rossendale lived with fucking Marilyn. So he's bisexual. Is well, he it, 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 it denied it for years and years, and he's finally come out and said, "Yeah, fair enough. I did uh, have a relationship with him." But you know, you go out with Gwen Stefani. They were in Constantine, wasn't he? Were in Constantine. Well, he's not yeah, he fucking uh, the voice. He won't do yeah, the voice. Yeah, he won't the voice. Yeah, just my metal beer, is he? I've got this charge of the light brigade. I just brought them. Get one of them. Get one of whatever you want. We've got ah, you me at six. Years. I'd say they're one of the biggest disappointments because I thought who's that then? You me at six, quite right. a young band, 
But they've been out, what, five, six years now? There's about six albums in them that are getting me. Ah, but like the first one were mint. What it? Ah, Winston McCall, a Parkway Drive singing on it. Fucking, this is when I first heard him. Like, just coming, like, like halfway through this song, and I thought, who the fuck's this guy? Google his name, Parkway Drive. No, you mix it with their English, but... They just succumb to the fucking Radio 1 fitting with mainstream, yeah. play a fucking ding-dang-niddling-ding, you know, problem, what everyone can love, little right. schoolgirls. So they just change their whole vibe. So that, I was disappointed as fuck with how they went from heavy to just shit. Right. So but we've all had that vibe, haven't we, really? Because if you, you, me and Six were a band you liked... Yeah, they're they're shit. Shit. Same with Faith No More. But in them days, it was all my money. I'd had. You know, I'm going spending 15, 16 quid What's on the What's the deal now on Spotify and Apple Music and that? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking keep uh, these up. These well, look, 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 my heart it's agrees garbage. with Milbo here. But my head goes with youth and, it, and, and the convenience. Well, keep it's it convenience, up. isn't keep it? Keep lapping it up until it's too late. Yeah, it's convenient. Because when your subscriptions yeah. is 90 quid a month... Yeah, you're fucked, are It'll you? never be that. All right, you know. 60 quid a month. It'll never be that. But there's not there's, there's nothing like going and finding your own way. <laughs> and fucking... Finding the smell and everything. I used to love going in HMV and at metal section and looking for them. Um, two, two for 20 quid. I still oh. do. Two for 20 quid yeah. though. 20 fucking Nick, quid. Yeah. Nick. That's Don't a lot. Stuff. That's two months of money. Do. That can download. Yeah. That can spend all the fucking days and nights downloading albums and burning them to CDs. Yeah. For the cost of what that costs. I'm going to tell you something though now. Do you know because you've got so much choice. Right. Killed it, didn't it? Answer me this. Answer me this. Right? You know, because you've got so much choice, you can listen to any, any album yeah. you want. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Anything album. <laughs> any, any album, right? Yeah. Do you actually listen to an album as much as you would if you'd gone out, bought no. that album, took it home, stuck it in, got it on the headphones and gone... I'm going to listen to this album because I've just bought it. Or is it just... I yada, think, yada, no, I yada, think there's yada, two yada, ways yada, of listening yada, to yada, music. Yada. There's two ways of listening to music. When, you want, when you're in the mood for summer, you pick it, you listen to it over and over again. And then the other mode is when you just have summer playing it in the background and you can get along with it there. Like if you listen to it radio, you can listen to it radio and just hear all your shit. That's why I love... I've been doing loads of driving up and down to London... I love pressing play on the fucking Spotify request fucking playlist. But yeah. I, can do that on I, I can do that on shuffle. Yeah, you play. can, but then I'm finding new bands and then I can just click like that and then I can go back and see who they are when I've got a bit more time and do it. Oh, but I'm, say, I'm, I'm listening to some bands I've never you even might heard get a of. a new band that you think, yeah. oh, these sound good, then you might say, oh, yeah. Children of Boredom, I thought they were yeah. shit, but then there was this song what they had on and I thought, fucking hell, what a song. So then it makes me think. Well, this song that I fucking heard the other day were men, and I thought, Jesus, this might make me go and listen to it. I know what you're saying. So I I love Spotify, and well, I'm on Spotify now because I changed phones, like. But I can't fault it. Why? How come they've changed phones? Apple, then I got that Huawei. So what's that? All the Apple music. Well, that's gone now, like. But I can just get on this. 
Do you like the film? They're bay, anyhow. Is it good? Yeah, it's the same as the fucking... Yeah. They're all zone music, they're more to an Apple music. Yeah. He's still got his iTunes now? account. He'll still be yeah, able to... Yeah, I can still get it on get that. It, get it back yeah. if he wants it. It's all fucking... Yeah, it's all just fucking <laughs> weird as fuck. I don't yeah, but it's, it's, not in, it's not in give drawers of fucking CD. drawers in fucking house, though, are they? <laughs> give me a CD. Give me a CD any yeah, day. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> fucking, yeah. me and Nick have had many, many, many fucking <laughs> do, do you find if you know lyrics to a song or you're reading lyrics to a song as you're listening to it, you take more notice of it and you like the song? I do. Matt sound weird, but... If I listen to a song and I've got the lyrics to the song and I'm with the singer and I'm yeah. reading the lyrics, yeah. whereas if yeah. I haven't got it, I'm like, yeah. mm. but if I've actually I'm like, you know, we've been lots of fucking songs yet. We're going to be here till fucking four o'clock in the morning. Who's going to fucking listen to me? Dave Mustaine. It's the longest Dave Mustaine's on. on the planet. Good evening, Dave. <laughs> Get fucking Dave Mustaine in. In fact, I'll tell you what. Tell him we're in Barnsley this, this and socks in are from fucking Barnsley. This needs fucking sending out to the fucking metal community. <laughs> and it does. To people that give a fuck. Because there's, the, do you know people that give a fuck about metal? Yeah. They're a very different sort of person. They're passionate, you know what I mean? aren't they're they? They're a different they're person. To fucking We'd just like to say, Nick's drinking Camden Hells. I've got Trooper Light Brigade by Iron Maiden, Trooper. And we've got Milbo's on road crew by Motel. <laughs> So we're all we're drinking we it. We're not just talking fuck, it. We're we? drinking it, <laughs> and we've all and got we're pissing it in Nick's garden. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all got metal T-shirts. On. That's it. I've got ah, Mastodon the fucking Mastodon Cannibal Corpse. We'll have to get a <laughs> we'll have to get a photograph of boys with yeah. T-shirts on later to send out. You know. I wish I still had my faith no more T-shirt with dates on back. Brixton Academy definitely. That's the thing I'm going to do now. Every gig I go to, I'm going to buy a t-shirt. Yeah, you want to get it, don't you? you, want, you know. Did I ta- Did I sh- metal group that I told you that I'm going to watch Parkway Drive and Kill Switch in San Francisco? No, that's oh, no, awesome. I didn't know that. The way while it tells me about venue. I'm going for the piss, but the way while it tells me venue. 2,000, yeah, I'll tell you. A couple of weeks ago. Like, Are you going to know what like? Yeah, we're going... Two week on Wednesday, we're going to San Francisco, then like doing a road trip down to California. So uh, we're up to Ooh, LA. Oh, just your four? Yeah, um, me, Casey's mum and dad and right. all. So there's going to be six of us like. But I saw them with Parkway Drive's Instagram, US tour starts in one month. And I thought, fucking hell, just think if there's if I look on there and there's like a date and New there's somewhere where I am. We get to San Francisco on the 17th and they're playing the Warfield Theatre on the 18th in San Francisco. So I went straight up Warfield. Who's going? You and your, are you and your yeah, me and Casey are going to go. Kill Switch Engage, yeah. it's a uh, co-headliner. Parkway Drive and Kill Switch Engage. Jesus Christ. At the Warfield Theatre. And it's like Slayer have done played there. How much tickets? It costs $95 for two. Is which that, what's that, about 70 quid or something, is it? Yeah, it's probably about that, yeah. yeah. So it's fuck all, is it? No, because over here, you, you, you wouldn't pay less than 100 quid, would you? Yeah. So I just, I couldn't believe it. Because <laughs> after seeing him at fucking Alley Pally, but it's not the reverence tour, so that I don't think it's going to be all fire and shit, you know what I mean? They were incredible gigs. But I just love them anyway, like, so I just thought, I've got to get these. I would these. put them up there now, in my opinion, as possibly one of my favourite bands, because I'm geared. 
I'm geared by live experiences that, when that it comes to bands. Yeah. Uh, I'm geared by live experiences. He's a good front man. Oh, he's incredible. He's incredible. But, but I the, put Corey the, Taylor up But the here. dudes, and I've not seen Slipknot yet, so I can't wait yeah. to see Slipknot in summer. I'll be blown away. Because yeah. I'll tell you what, I am geared by live experiences when it comes to RR by and RR listen to my music. So I'd go and listen to a band live. And then I think, fucking hell, these are brilliant. I'm going to buy their yeah, album. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not one of these who will just like listen to stuff and then maybe go and watch them live. I mean, you can do that because that happens, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's why I like going to like, you're going to fucking download and then you'll see a band on at fucking eight past eight in the morning or something and think, oh, these guys, they're brilliant. I'm going to buy their album when I get a one. Yeah. Live experiences. Love it. What oh, in days gone by when you when you were gonna go and see a band and you learn to a band, and this is a perfect example, not at City Hall, but at Sheffield at Sheffield Arena. Sheffield when I went to see Metallica. <laughs> Sheffield Sheffield City Hall! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. I saw Darren Brown there, I thought, what a Metallica play! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, I listened, I listened back to this and thought, asked what three times. What, City well, Hall? I asked him fucking three times! What year? I thought I was going to like to... Oh, fucking ride the lightning. Ah, fair enough, ride the lightning. Fucking yeah, city hall. Yeah, fair enough. enough. How old were you then? Eight eight about about eight three. Eight. We're about three then. Yeah, three years old, yeah. And a nappy on, but you know, I did all right. We're one of them uh, uh, washable ones. Fuck's sake. Anyway. City hall. He used to look at the band who were backing him up. Yeah. And corrosion of conformity back Metallica up. Back in, back in <laughs> City Hall, yeah. At Arena. Yeah. And I went to bought their album called yeah, Wise, Wise Blood. Yeah. And it's a fucking great album. Wise Blood. And Etfield actually does backing vocals on one of them. It does, Unofic- uh, unofficial. Uh, yeah. Man and Ash, I think it's called. To them? Well, they're still going. They just yeah, they're 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 right, they're yeah. played... Uh, some, they played the other day. Corrosion of Conformity. Yeah, hell, a, a, a fantastic album, Wise Bud. And so I went, not again with my pocket money, and bought an album, taking a gamble. Yeah. And I really, really loved the album. And they backed him up. And so I, I learned some King of the, King of the Rotten its first song on it. And they do Long with Big America. That's a good song. But some good tunes on album. And I went to see him, and I, I familiarised with him before, and I thought they were brilliant. Yeah. Whereas now you go and you like, you don't really care, do you? Sometimes if you've never really heard of him, the fucking hell, if, if it don't matter who's on because usually you look at who's on. Well, Red Fang, who's back I've never heard of Red Fang until up. I saw Mastodon. I thought, oh, they're quite good. This Red Fang, you're like a punk, heavy me, me, metal, you know, punk rock, aren't they? Strong, hard core yeah. punk rock, aren't they? But me and Nick went to a show fucking not long ago. We didn't give a fuck about headliners. Oh, we went for Bullet for My Valentine. Yeah. We went for Killswitch. Oh what? Oh what? Bullet for yeah, My Valentine. Yeah. We went to Sheffield. We went for My Valentine. We're on. We were like, didn't really give a fuck about me, man. We're going ah. for them. You know, we actually went mm. for the support. And left. And yeah, and left. We as well. Yeah. Like, well, security guys like, are you going? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Well, we've yeah, seen, we've seen as bad. Like these are rubbish. But get we best thing about it. We met in that pub, didn't we? And then same but pub. 
I, the most crazy town, Butterflies. Oh, yeah. You yeah. yeah. couldn't believe it. You yeah. had them playing there, yeah. like, in a couple she, of weeks later. But, yeah. but, like, in a little du- dungeon pub. Fucking, fucking crazy town crazy playing there. Yeah. And they were big in the day, weren't they? They were huge. Shifty shell shop. They were a good band, though. I bought, I bought yeah. their albums. They sang, like, this song called Drown. Or drowning. Make your legs shake and make you go crazy. <laughs> yeah. We start tattoos there. I've got them. Have you? Look at that. Uh, yeah. Is that a coffee? Is that coffee? I'm shifty shells. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. I'm a sugar baby. Sugar baby. Oh, oh, shifty, yeah. I were on that Dr. Drew and all that one, anyway. Yeah. Fucking celebrity yeah. rehab. Nope, <laughs> Fucking City Hall, I can't. <laughs> never gonna live that I weren't listening. They're never gonna win that down, that, those fucking scenes. Metallica at City Hall. On reload. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Fucking in the tiny little venue. Metallicish. That's uh, my mate's tribute man, Metallicish, the call. Is he in one? I'd like yeah, to be yeah, in a tribute yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. What, like, like I can't play all the. <laughs> Singer, I'm done singing. Yeah, I can right. sing. I could do like singing. Yeah, the Feral Circus. <laughs> 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 I can get together. Everybody can sing. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> Everybody can sing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just fucking. Ooh. <laughs> I can sing death metal, but I can't sing all Everybody hotels. can fucking sing death metal, surely. What's that film what's come out this week? Oh, oh it looks good, that. Lords did of they listen Chaos. to that Lords podcast? Of Chaos. I did, Nick. Fucking I, mint. I did. There was this Lords of Chaos stuff. It's fucking oh, Burning crazy. churches ah, and shit. It's crazy. He said... No, he, no, no. They no. said Christianity does not belong no, in Norway. Yeah. yeah. And they fucking said they were burning churches and everything. And then they started killing each other. It's fucking mental. Lords of Chaos. Them lads that were in that uh, video for that Metallica. Oh, man, song. Of, man, 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 uh, man, unkind. Yeah, man, unkind. Yeah. It's the lads that are in that film that did that man, unkind video. I listened to this other so podcast where lead actor of this film, mm. this new film, they've hardly got paid for call for it. The man's like budget for it were right. tiny. Like he's basically done it for free. Ah. Uh. I can believe that. Uh, it's not going to make much Yeah, money. it's like an art. It's going to be an artistic cult. If, if it's what he believes in, though, and something yeah. he enjoys doing, then fair enough, yeah. you know. Okay. I'll tell you what. what Black metal's he, fucking crazy. What did he say they were doing, though? Black like, metal's pigs. nuts. They filmed the music video and they're, they're all pig's heads and all that. And I was like, all uh, scattered around thing and they threw me to crowd. And they said, like, do whatever you want to it, we're filming you. And there were people, like, fucking eat, ripping, eating pig. Eating like, pigs. But it was in summer, and it was, like, end of the day. Red hot. Ah, and they were, like, eating fucking, fucking pigs' faces and shit. Well, somebody just got done with a vegan, a vegan yeah. thing, ripping yeah. bits off a pig's head. But uh, what else were there and all? Well, Corey Taylor used to have a dead crow in a fucking jar, didn't he? And he used Did to... Like put have a lid on it and then like he'd fucking take it off yeah, and he'd smell suck it, all it? the fumes yeah. up. Yeah. Then I was to like get him yeah. ready for, to go what, on stage. Mask on well, I don't fuck knows, but like obviously in fume all like inhale all these yeah, fucking that, fumes yeah, at I've dead crow. That. 
Cabela Taxing has got that boom, big dead owl on his head, boom, big boom, stuffed boom, owl on his head with wings out. Who's that? Cabela Tack. And he comes on stage and he's got this fucking. He can't see his face because the owl, owl sits on his head and it's a big owl and its fucking wings are fucking spread and he just walks on stage with this big fuck off owl. Have you seen it? No. Cabela Tack, yeah, with owl on head. Unbelievable. But it's like metal though, like all this vibe and lyrics of what they're singing that. It's like tapping into like real so life. much more than what any other music does. Yeah, it's real life. It's philosophy. It's everything. And you know the reason why I got got into metal more than all because it means something. It means something. It's not just bullshit. It means something. Who the, who the he's got a fucking owl on his head. Well, it looks but, fucking good. Though. It comes on stage with owls like. Have you heard 1985 by Cadel Attack? No. Fucking hell, what a song. That's what they opened with when I went to see Metallica at, at Manchester City Hall. Manchester Arena. And they come on stage, Cabela mm. Tack. Is that mine or thine? Oh, not, that's mine. They're not, no, we, uh, like a Viking band. Like Grand Vegas? Yeah. They're harder than Grand Vegas. I mean, do you all like that? A Monomath? Yeah, I like them. They're bringing a new album out, aren't they? They're a download, I can't wait to see them. Man. It's here, 1980. They're a, they're, they're a bit, not comedy, Viking metal. Are they? Well, they're now, they're not comedy. How they look? I'm not sure we play someone as uh, uh, tunes. Oh, it's just connecting to that. <laughs> are we having two or one? We're still one here. So which one are you going to choose? Oh, I know, I know what I want to choose. Are you having one? No. You're having Rage Against Boat to the Head? Yeah, man. I'm going to have Metallica then, aren't I? Oh, I want, oh, well, I chose two, aren't I, but... <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Bad choice then, isn't it? Fucking hell, fire. Chris Cornell. What about Chris Cornell? We've talked too much. But we've, we've, we've talked too much. Well, my favourite band's Metallica, but my favourite singer's Chris Cornell. He holds a massive place in my heart as Chris Cornell. Cornell. Bless him. Metallica's my favourite band. But we've heard Master of Puppets riff, haven't we? It started it. Oh, Toby yeah. did it. Uh, Toby did it. And I can't... Uh, oh, fuck. I can't... No, I'm, I'll... Metallica's my favourite band. I love them. <laughs> I, first thing I said to James Etfield, they say, hey, up, I'm Richard. From, from, from Barnsley. Barnsley. I'm from Barnsley. And Saxon's from Barnsley. 
And on the podcast, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, no, 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 sorry, I think Arena. This podcast got to go to the metal community. It's got to. It's got to go and, to the And metal I think community. if you went to any podcast, they'd all choose master, somewhere they'd choose Master of Puppets because of what it is and how good it is. Master yeah, though I had to sing songs. Yeah. Metallica were two of them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go for all about Metallica. I'm going right? to go. I, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for other one. I am the highway. I'm going to go for fucking it. Good yeah. work. I'm going to go for it. It is yeah. a fucking great joke. Yeah. So do we play it, Nick? And then or do we? Or do we? Or do we, it? or do we say why we've? Cho- or, do, or are we actually going to sit and listen to it? Because I fancy listening to that Are we going to? Are we going to say say why we've chose it then? Something is up to you. Well, what, 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 I think. Yeah. Podcast. What do you think, Nick? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about why you so, chose. So very, it. very quickly. You know, I have to be quick. Very right? much into grunge at the time it, when it first came out in early nineties. I mean, Nirvana's the biggest band, but first band to sign uh, to sub pop from Seattle, which were the birth of grunge, was Soundgarden. You've got Alice in Change. You've yeah. got Pilgrim, yeah. all of yeah. them did really, really good MTV Unplugs, which yeah, was popular at the time, apart from Soundgarden. Yeah. They didn't do it. They're a bit different, Soundgarden, a bit harder, a bit rawer. I love them. And when they kind of split up, I was devastated. But then Cornell met with wasn't it, your song, Rage Against the Machine, Zach De La Rocha had left, and Cornell went in. Right, we were more yeah, rebel, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, and he joined right. Audio Slave. And I remember thinking, bloody hell, what, what the fucking hell is this going to sound like? And another one, I hadn't heard it, but I bought an album, and I think we can all agree here just how good that first Audio Slave album is. Fucking incredible. That was Coaches. First tune on that yeah. album. Music video is fucking And it nearly all, fucking blew my noggin. Bear in mind, I were an Audio Slave. Uh, sorry, bear in mind, I were a Rage Against yeah, the Machine. Yeah, and our Soundgarden. They brought them together, didn't they? Yeah. But in in the latter years, in the last few years, my mum and dad have gone through a divorce. I don't speak to me. I know that's no no to do with this metal cast, but it it's personal. And my mum really like really like what really what really likes High on the Highway. And when it's you listen when you listen to the song, but when you listen to the lyrics and what it means, it, everybody can think it means something else to them. And for me, what it means is, you know, I mean, Cornell's had his demons and his. What's happened to him? It's happened yeah. to him. Bless him. You know, it's so upsetting. But there's always something bigger. There's always a bigger fish. It's saying, isn't there? So when it when it's like, well, it's I am like, not your rolling wheels. Yeah. I am the highway. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I am not your to move. I am. I. You know. I am. I am the lightning. There's always something bigger yeah. than. Than, yeah. than that, than what you're talking about. The antithesis. Anyway, I'm, it's just worth listening to, so I'm going to shut up. No, but don't, Wendy, I don't know what you're saying, yeah. man. It's incredible. Because it's like. It is a great song. It fucking rates you. And what Wendy's saying there with lyrics. Wow. It means to enjoy it, boy. What a loss to this earth that man is.
talents in it. So much bigger, yeah. So much bigger. How would a wheel move if there weren't a road there for it to go on? How would a magic carpet fly if there weren't the sky there to fly it? direction in it it is what you want it to be the song no matter where, who you are where you are you can put the lyrics to your own perspective can't you? you can make it mean to you what you want them to mean like I, like I say you know I've always loved this song ever since I heard it but so in the last few years since mum and dad have split up and gone through what, you know, a, lot of, a lot of shit. And I sit with my mum on a night in our house and you know, me and her have a drink. She always she loves listening to this song. And to her, it means something else to her. She knows this song through me. She relates to this song in her way. If you're Violet or you're two, grow up to their music. You like their music, you'll probably relate. You see it as though she's bigger than what's happened. Or bigger than, yeah. she's, you know, she's thinking, she's thinking, what's going on my head now with all this shit that we've gone through? Rolling wheels, rolling wheels. Why is it the sky? Rock, roll, listen, rolling wheels, rolling wheels, you know, we're going through all this shit. I am the highway, there's something beyond that. It's bigger. Time on the stop journey yeah. continue. How would you see it? You know, you can see optimal if you burn. If we work on that, which is bigger than the moon. Yeah, it's endless, really, if you think about it. You stay on a certain, if you stay on that side of Earth, which that side of the sun all the time, it's endless, isn't it? Well, that's Earth's plan.
where, where were Cornell out dark? A place yeah. did he go to? Did he do it or did he get bumped off? Big, difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, that's my song. Yeah. Let's great talk, tune. Let, 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 let's talk about it, man. Let's let's talk about it. Cause it is a fucking great tune, and what you're saying there with Cornell. He seemed to be the man who had fucking everything. Uh, and then before you know it, yeah, he's took it all away. And to, and to be able to write lyrics like that, to say, I don't, he's almost saying there, on a metaphorical level, Yeah. I don't really give a fuck about this that you see, because I'm bigger than yeah. it. Not just yeah. this something bigger, I'm bigger than it. Mm. I am not this. Yeah, I, I am, am not that. I am this. Yeah, I'm not your own. You man, yeah. I'm He's highway. almost saying, and that for me is a massive thing. For somebody to almost say, I don't really give a fucking. I don't give a monkeys about the small things in life. I'm thinking about the big things in life, which is family, friends, love and trust. Love and trust. Yeah, the things that when you listen to them lyrics, man, the the, the massive. And then for a man who can like to put something like that down to into words, to just think that ah, can't be asked. I'm fucking. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna get shut at it all. I am. I am not this, and I'm not that, and reverse all that that is just mm. said there. Reverse it all. I'm not that. I'm the little things. I'm not the big sky. I'm the carpet. I'm not the. You think of that song in reverse, mm. and that song in reverse is him topping his set. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, what I'm saying. Say, it's almost yeah. like saying I'm not the sky. I'm the little worm or whatever. I can't remember what you are. What the antithesis to the sky? I, uh, I'm not your moon. I'm the night. That yeah. So it, I, I'm not the night. I'm the autumn moon. I'm not, yeah, I'm not your carpet. You I'm, know, I'm. I'm not the. I'm not the carpet ride. I'm the, yeah. I'm the, I'm the sky. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not the sky. I'm the carpet ride. It's almost not, like not your blowing wind. I am the lightning. Yeah. So he's like then saying, "I'm the blowing wind. I was the lightning. I'm the blowing wind." It's almost no, bringing it, all. It that. Like, he's the lightning. Everything that not is the blowing wind. Yeah. So the lightning cuts through. Exactly. The blowing wind. So it's almost like everything that he said there yeah. that were very positive. Yeah. And very empowering. He was big empowering. He's almost like thought, well, we'll get into it, and it's uh, like, yeah, get into it, and fuck it, can you believe that? Fuck it, I can't believe that. Friends and liars don't wait for me. That's a fucking good line. But Friends I can't believe it done that for me. I can't believe it flipped that. Well, especially after doing a gig and all in front of everyone, where your adrenaline's pumped up to fucking all. But yeah, but you know, I mean, my best man at. My wedding father, but very close to him. Very, very strong man. Very strong, a man's man. He committed suicide, bless him. And yet, it, it, you'd never ever put him down as doing anything like that. And that's a big problem, there, isn't it? In, it's uh, a dark, for men, dark especially. place you must go to to be that bad. You know, because. Yeah, man. You, you, I mean, you've got your, you've got your, you've got, you've got your. We've all got children, haven't we? We've all got wives and children, and, and you won't want to do that because you'd be thinking about them. I want them to, you know. But how bad, you know? How dark a place must you go to? I don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be here anymore. How, how, how 
darker place must that be? And and if you reach circumstance, how the hell do you come back from it? If you get that dark and that deep, how do you come back? I mean, this is fucking hell. We're gonna, we are going yeah. deeper, but. Hey, how listen, pal, this is good. How, how the hell? You know, this get, is a fucking metal yeah. cast, but the, it's all about that song. But metal. And that's sure. why that song's that yeah, fucking metal good. music, though, shows a lot of emotion. Correct me. More than any other fucking okay. music. So how do you get that? That is a very poignant thing yeah, that I just said. Because that's what it's. Very poignant. People channel a lot of fucking feelings through listening to heavy metal and lyrics in metal and fucking sound and breakdowns and riffs and mm. intensity it's fucking hard it's about life like you said earlier it's real life it's fucking it is real life everyday fucking problems deep dark but problems if, if you knew what what and euphoric yeah everything's in there so i think of my friend's father now that and song think, is massive what what would i say to him now if i if i could be with him before he, he did what he did oh I mean, I've said about it, feel I say, I'm from Barnsley's accent. No. What would I say to Cornell? And I'd be saying to Cornell, look, for fuck's sake, you've inspired me. You've got me out of some dark, deep mm. places in my time. Please, you know, come round here. Have some tea with us. Have a cup of tea. Have a beer with us. Have a beer with us. Come and yeah, sit with us. The thing is please, that, though. Please, you know, but what, would it help? You no. Know, you dear. can't help people when no. they've gone past that point. There's no you can you can try, but there ain't no way of helping them. I'm gonna have that trooper now. It's stronger trooper, isn't it, than the other one? Don't mind that though. I've got a I've got a motor idea. I want a band motor. I'll have a Camden though. I'm gonna Cheers, bro. play your song. What song's my song? Oh god, yeah. Bullet to the head. I walk on and have one. Talking about suicide. I walk on and Fucking bullet to the head. Jesus, where? I walk on and have one. bullet in the head. I walk on and have one. bullet in the head. I walk on and have one. Thank you. And I'm not going to have. We're not going to have one anymore. We're not going to have that bullet in the head. We're going to have bullet in the head because it's my favourite song. What a song. What a chill. But I'll tell you what, what you're saying there. How it can be interpreted, because it's like saying "fucking hell," bullet in the head. It's almost like um, I prefer. I prefer. Well, it's it's almost like fucking blow your brains out. It's it's not about that. And if you listen to the tune, I'll explain. Because do you, would you interpret the song as being "I'm gonna blow my head no. out"? I'm gonna blow not my rage. head out. It's not rage. It's, it's something different. It's, 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 it's political, inc- aren't they? It, it's an incredible song. Funny, and I'll, I'll just talk a little bit about it before we play it. But before you play it, my choice was Audio Slave. Great song, that. So if you just what take a, if you just take Chris song. Cornell out of Audio Slave and put Zach De La Rocha back there, then you've got Rage Against the Machine, which is your, so you've only changed your singers. You can't believe it, can you? Really, the, it, it, it is. All the, it's all an the, incredible song. Yeah, all the album. That, that album is. In fact, all three albums are good, aren't they? That they did. What, Radio Rage. Machine? For me, they were my fit. When, when me and Belly went to see them, it were like an epiphany for me. Because we went to see this band and it were all fucking grunge. And it were all, and we went to see them and it were just like, what the fuck are these boys on with? It were chaotic, it were fucking crazy, but they played well. They played well. But they had a point, they had a message. And the message were fucking rage against the machine and the machine what this the system yeah 
And we're still we're mad. We're it's, still yeah, it's, it's, still it's the same not problem. Like, it's probably worse. It's not like yeah, Nick, look at Brexit. Nick, you've you've just hit the nail on the fucking head, mate. Yeah. It's worse. I'll, I'll just read you some here. I, I, I had to write this down because when I knew I was going to play this song, I had to say what Zach Delarosha said that the song was about. And I, I wrote it down, I wrote it on there, and I thought I'll just take a fucking picture on it because you know what I mean. It's easy to do that in this day and age. But when when the, the song's about, the mess, I'll just read it out, then we'll play it. The message of this song is don't blindly accept your gang, your religion, or your even your nation. The people who walk complacently, complacently through life accepting all that is put in front of them might as well just have fucking bullets in their heads television is a weapon governments are a weapon they're used to pacify people who watch it they turn them into the fucking living dead until people take control of their lives they're just basically mindless components of the machine that's why we rage against the machine the song was written as a reaction to the Iraq war where they used a yellow ribbon. Yeah. This is the first, what? A yellow 1991, ribbon. 1991, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A yellow ribbon to try and blindly make people think that people, the United States government for victory, the band noted that they were killing Iraqi civilians at the very same time of their narrative. So this is a fucking political song. See, and I, I, how, how relevant is that to it's today? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's this is the song. This song, and I love this song. And the reason I love this song is because it's all about the fucking me the, the government and the media trying to brainwash people yeah, but, to put bullets but the in there. Yeah, but the thing is now, people have missed the boat with that yeah. when it fucking meant something. Yeah. And now we're more bothered about fucking trannies being called fucking whatever they <laughs> yeah. are. That's what I mean. Yeah. Whether we, trannies can compete in fucking yeah. women's when they're a man. That's what I mean. It's bonkers. What I also love, what I also love. That was fucking, that was that brilliant, that. Yeah, well, I couldn't write said, it any better that. Than was that was fucking brilliant. And I thought, when I read that, about what Della Rocha said, that the reason they, they wrote this song, bear in mind I read that many, many years ago. It's 30-year-old, that album. Nearly 30-year-old, that fucking know. album. And do you know something? I've always stuck by that almost sensibility. 29-year-old, yeah. that album. And, and the band, and his, his sensibilities and what he thinks about, I've always stuck with. You know, and the thing is with this band is they're a fucking incredible band. You know, they're, in, they're incredible. When you hear that bass... You say jump, we oh, say how high. When that, when that, yeah, yeah. But when that when that bass comes in, and you hear that bass, and he's got a, uh, you'll know more about. It. Is it a Digitech Whammy? He's got Digitech Whammy going on, isn't it? Well, there's a wild wild Let's just just hit it, smash it. Well, I'm the only one. Yellow ribbon instead of a swastika. Oh, 
but this is what I was saying about lyrics earlier. When you read it, yeah. if you listen to it, you like yeah. noise. When you read what they're saying, it's like music more, isn't it? I mean, this is fucking brilliant. This is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I'm the only one that's got it. Cellular phones. Again, a good guitar player. Yeah. You know it's him. Well, he's on, he's on Digitech Whammy and he's yeah. on Wow Wow. Messing all. Yeah. But he made his guitar, he built it. It's called I'm the Homeless's Guitar. Yeah. Every, I'm the Homeless of it. And you're like, like, like an exploring egg. If you listen to Bloody, so this tune, they're incredible. Fucking incredible. The government, the media controlling people. Just victims of the in-house drive-by. The in-house yeah. drive-by is government yeah. television. Yeah, media. When you listen to it, it's solo now. Pack the nine and fire it at prime time. Pack the nine and fire it at prime time. At prime time. Fucking awesome, isn't it? The guy's a genius, he's got a lot of money. Believe in all the lies that they're telling you. Buying all the products that they're selling you. This is before social media though, no. What a man. It's got you know the Ford symbol. It says F U C T Foot. Yeah. They get every year as well. This is not This is fucking grooving. They just give us all that with some fucking serious living. And then they just think it's just fucking into whistle. How old was he when he would come out with this song? Can't be now. Nearly 20. Why is his mind in that place though, at that age? Cellular talk, giving up death for. Fucking hell. Timmy C. Is that him with tattoos? When you just said that though, I mean, I mentioned that, that suicide and that, and I said, fucking go up to them, now we're going to. But it's actually fuck all to do with that. Well, that's what I'm You're brain dead because you're just fucking listening to the right shite. Your brain dead because you're like, shite. Listen to them. Read the lyrics of this tune. They're incredible. Also, it ends with a fucking great pop. <laughs> 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 fucking eight
Ah, well, well, let's finish off. Up, let, let's. What's final words on bullet in the head? <laughs> what do you mean final words? <laughs> what? Well, it's, it's an incredible song for me because a the lyrics to it are just fucking out of this world, and they're so poignant to today. Yeah. Because I think they're relevant to any generation listening to that. Basically, what they're saying is. Don't believe all the bullshit that they're fucking telling you. Believe in all the lies that they're selling you. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, what you've just explained then. Did you never even words. look at that song as I, that I'm, sort of vibe? I've listened to that album yeah. countless times. Fucking countless times I've yeah. listened to that album. No, but and, that's not me. And, that's and, Zach Delaroche's Listening to Bullet in the Head. You know, Bullet in the Head. I never... Yeah. I never I listened to, I, I virtually knew all the lyrics and I, yeah. you know, but I never ever, what you've just said about what you've just no, said. No, but it won't want to say, I'm just going to compare it to what you said. It weren't me like that. You know, like it. a few months ago, all anybody were on about is Syria, Syria, yeah. and suicide bombers, Syria, you know, they're doing this to us, nicking cars, crashing into us and, in London and what. Yeah. Bloody yeah. bastards like. But, yeah. But then to listen to what you've just said, and, and just to compare it to Brexit and the media yeah. and how everything yeah. is. But the, don't get me it's wrong, unreal. With it's, it's not me that said unreal. that. That's what Della That's Rush, what he said nearly 30 years ago. That's what Della Rush yeah. said 30 before, years ago yeah, about but before the song. social media, that's yeah. a scary thing. He also he said, knew. he also said, because a little bit of something else I put, Della Rush also said, the song that I wrote about was about blanket media being thrown down above our heads. We don't fucking want it. We don't need it. The song is about being individual, about searching and finding for new information and finding the strength of being an individual and attacking systems like America who rob, rape and murder in the name of freedom. Fucking heavy shit. Heavy shit. I mean, the lyrics, I mean, I've always been mesmerised by the lyrics because the flow, the like, somewhere in what he's just said then, he's referring to Vietnam, isn't he? He's referring to everything, yeah. Probably his dad fought in it or something. That's what I mean. So if you had some type of personal experience that... That drove you to look at. I mean, we wouldn't have been inspired to look into but, them kind of things. But if I, he were, and he looked into it in them in that day, I, I honestly think he's talking now. I disagree. I don't think he's talking about Vietnam. I think he's talking about thinking more literal about the media. Yeah, but he's saying America. Things he, into yeah, but he's saying America now. doing the thing things wrong. In the name of freedom. I mean, there's a lyric. What do you think he's referring to there, well, though? There's a lyric. Well, sleeping, gas, war, isn't it? sleeping gas yeah, pumped yeah, into every home 
They were only there for yeah. fucking oil, weren't they? Like sleeping gas pumped into every home like Alcatraz, making motherfuckers lose their minds. That's just the fucking media. Putting shit on your yeah. televisions. Yeah, Brexit. Don't, Brexit, don't whatever. Don't get me fucking started on this now because Ugh. I'm fucking... But, you know, just victims of the in-house drive-by. The in-house drive-by is the telly. It's the media. That's killing In-house drive-by. Yeah. It's, not, it's yeah. like a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking tune. It's a tune. And I love it because... Not just because it's a oh, yeah. fucking that, That's opened my eyes up to lyrics like that. Not just because it's a What I'm amazed is that, that it's like... It's unreal, isn't it? We never had this before internet, though. <laughs> relevant now than it's ever it, been. Nick, it's more relevant And all the now. fuck sings out like that these days? No one. No, nobody dare. No, no, they don't. Oh, they do, they but, they're just, but they're just... Park, Parkway Drive, drive though. Yeah. Parkway Drive, for me, right, are the natural progression of Rage Against the Machine. And they're the only band, and I'll put my fucking hand up to say this, I've, I'm a massive Rage Against the Machine fan, yeah? Fucking love them, went to see them, bought all their albums when they split up, I was fucking fortified. Three albums. I know, yeah, I know Three. Audio Slave came yeah. about, but... Yeah, no, watcher. no, Rage, three albums. Yeah. There were, um, there were, there were the Covers album as well. They did yeah. um, Rage yeah. Against the Machine... Yeah. Um, Evil Empire, Battlefield, yeah, and, yeah. and then they did that uh, yeah, that covers album. Yeah. But there's no band that's ever really got on that sort of political spectrum, except for Parkway Drive. Because when I listen to Parkway Drive's lyrics and yeah, I political. hear what they're saying, and then when I hear about the Catholic Church, and, when, and when when I hear that they're influenced, well, a song about the Catholic yeah, Church yeah, raping kids. Yeah. And when I hear that they're also influenced by Rage Against yeah. the Machine, and I hear the guy saying, "We were influenced by Rage Against," I'm like, oh, "They're my, they're my next band yeah. to get into." And the thing is, there's a massive fucking leap from ninety ninety three. Oh, all the way over. Like it's almost like, is there ever been anybody in fucking between that's done out? Yeah, but internet brings that knowledge to people, doesn't it? They want to have that. They don't have to go to a lot. I would have known about Catholic Church and all paedophilia that, you know, just through people joking, you know, what, bugger the choir boy, and all that <laughs> crap that they Well, one's just been prosecuted, aren't you, in Australia, yeah. like third in line to Pope. Yeah, yeah. And that's cardinal, all the, a cardinal, yeah. yeah. I'm, well, I was brought up Catholic. I went to a Catholic school. You know, all the shit in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unbelievably, yeah. We've yeah. had some decent tunes there, man. Yeah. Well, Nick's got right, one to well, come, my yeah. tune now. I, to be honest, I got into Killswitch Engage through, like I said earlier, Kerrang. I can remember seeing My Last Serenade on, and I thought, fucking hell, this is heavy as fuck, this. I, I didn't know if I liked it at first, but then I, more I listened to it, I thought, fucking hell, this is heavy as fuck. vocals, My Last Serenade? No, that was Jesse. Or did Jesse? Yeah, but then Jesse left. Yeah, Jesse were there first. Then Howard, right. back to Jesse. Yeah. Who sang uh, Holy Diver? Howard. Howard. Yeah. Howard yeah. sings I'm this. I'm saying with you, I get, I get really confused because I love Killswitch. The bo- bo- both lead singers are mint as fuck, aren't they? They're brilliant, yeah. But then it's like, not like one's any bad, worse than other, is it? Yeah, but Howard, I do really like Howard now. Yeah. He's in a band called Light the Torch because he left Killswitch Engage. Like. But Ender Arctic... It, what a 
it were it were relevant in a time in my life where I, like everyone has their breakups growing up, don't they? Like with girlfriends and all that. I had a breakup, listened to the song. Not that I found solace in it at all, but like it was just one of them songs where you could listen to it and like think things through and think fuck it. You know what I mean? Like things things all get better and all this yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So it's like a positive tune, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, but it. It's just the fucking tune and all the music, the singing, the guitar. In it's quite slow. It's slow yeah. and it's fast. So no, but it's slow, but it's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so it is a great tune. This is my favourite song. The end of our tape. Kill switching gears. But yeah, these my number one band. That's off slow, then it gets to a range Turn that in backyard. What what a layers to this yeah, tune. Yeah, there's a... But hours of hours of vocals. Rain set of vocals on him. Fucking hell, he can sing. Check his vocals, they always get rid of it. Remember that again. This'll be like fuck it with three times it's basically year. Like now I'm not so
I know bassist did does artwork for their albums. Yeah, it's the graphic side of the edit. That's a Metallica influence, 50%. That bit. Why are they called kill switch engaged? Do you know that? Any idea? Ask Milbo why it's called. I don't know why the cop comes in here. Oh, X Files. Well done, mate. The episode of X Files had someone on with kill switch engaged, like. Engaged the kill switch, yeah. With a ferret. With a ferret. Yeah. They're just a fucking kill switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking, they're fucking barmy, aren't they? Yeah, so that were my awesome. tune. Good what song. a three tunes they <laughs> are. Ah, you good. just in effect you could put them three tunes on a playlist, play them forever, yeah, and not listen to fucking hotels yeah, yeah. ever again. For God's sake. And I'll tell you what, put a second things on as well. Uh, you've got a fucking you've got an album yeah, Master of Puppets you've got fucking an album uh, what, a, what a fucking album you've got an album alright well that's two and a half hours that boys <laughs> longest to date <laughs> but the thing is we're just warming up aren't we it's very no we're warming up it's not ending <laughs> the thing is what you've got to, what you've got to bear in mind when it comes you've just said we're warming up what you've got to bear in mind when it comes to fucking metal. We're not a chat. We're not a People chat. People like We're us. A podcast. People like us ah, can yeah. talk about <laughs> fucking metal all night. And in effect, let's be honest, fellas, we have fucking talked about metal all night. No. It's not been like us just like grabbing on of his cocks and wanking <laughs> off a metal. Ah. It's not. It's been, there's been a lot more involved. Uh-huh. There's been some politics. There's been some stuff. You know what I mean? It's not been. Ah, uh, we've been little garden path on we've city hall. We? Yeah, we've been. <laughs> Cut, we've been cunning, listening to a lot. We've been listening to <laughs> Windy's bollocks about fucking seeing metal. It's not just being all saying metal, metal, metal. You know, which what a lot of people would assume it would be about. It's about as talking about stuff that we care as and passions. we're passionate about ah. that has got a lot more involved with music, guitars, mm. philosophy, fucking politics. It's all there. And riffs. Riffs. Fucking breakdowns. It's, exactly. Intensity. It's all there. And you know something? There's more to it than just somebody thinking, oh, you're fucking into metal. Oh, you idiot, blah, blah, yadda, 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 fucking yadda. You know what I mean? Uh, we're wolves, not sheep, that's what I say. Correct, bro. Uh, we're not followers. Correct. 
Well, I think I should uh, round it up there. We'll t- turn it off for them while we'll listen to some tunes. Uh. <laughs> How's about Toby to play us out? Oh, yeah. Fucking good let's get our, get Let's get our Toby to play us out and we'll listen it's to some tunes. Master of Puppets, what's he going to finish on? I don't know. Nick knows. We know. Do we? Uh, yeah. Our Toby's going to play us out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just going to be buzzing in there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, cheers, Toby, for the yeah, legend. Yeah. Talented kids, so yeah. keep it up, mate. Keep fucking metal all the way. It's alright. So get away, sir. If you want to come down to ours and jam, you're more than welcome. <laughs> I can tell you about the time I saw the tokens. the end of the metal cast right. so Christ thanks Milbo thanks Windy have you enjoyed it Windy uh, yes thank you thanks for inviting me inviting well that's a font of knowledge when it comes to old metal isn't it it's been emotional thank you yeah right cheers everyone good night we'll listen to some music